to Springfield's Classic Rock at 534 on Rock 102 with back Steve and Dave. Hey, highs in the 30s today and maybe a little snow coming in at around 90% probability depending on where you are. Uh, comedian Marty Caproni is going to be joining us in the studio after 8 o'clock this morning. He's got all kinds of things to make fun of us about. You know what? Uh, he got his uh, his face like right outside Patriot Place. Really? Yeah, they put him on the billboard like right there on Route 1. It's like almost like he's somebody. But it's not at Patriot's Place. It's at that little breakfast diner down the street going, Hey, appearing tonight on a Tuesday, it's Marty Caproni. <laughs> it's it's brunch time last. Yeah. Yeah, so Marty Caproni will be joining us a little bit later on, plus all the other stuff we do. Including a sad story about one community here in Western Mass trying to get rid of nip bottles. I like that story. That's already a sad story. <laughs> you know my uh, my position on the nip bottles. It's 535 with back Steve and Dave and Rock 102. How cold is it out there? Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 549, and the doors are back, Stephen Dave, and Rock 102. Yeah, I might get a little snow today, maybe an inch or so, depending on where you are, about a 90% probability. Highs in the high 30s today. Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aqua Pump. Aqua Pump is an expert on all water supply systems from the well, through the pump, and into the house. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So, from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. You guys got a favorite poet? Walt Whitman, somebody like that, Robert Frost? Uh, the guy who did the thing with the uh, man from Nantucket. Oh, that yeah. Rolls, like that, that rolls off the tongue, that that's stuff. That's a good one. I only know one poem. It's what? by Langston Hughes, the African-American poet. It's mm-hmm. Here it is. It's like three lines. It's like, I play it cool and dig all jive. That's the reason I stay alive. My motto as I live and learn is dig and be dug in return. Very nice, Dave. That's it. That's all I got. See, that's that's like from uh, from the heart. Like that guy wrote that from the heart, you yeah, know. Yeah. And then uh, you recited it very well. I like, had no idea we were going to do like a like a like beat poetry while yeah. we were here today. Thank no. you for the finger snaps, by the way. Appreciate that. Uh, well, uh, with all the stuff going on with Kanye and Kim, and now that they're finally divorced. He wrote a divorce poem. Oh, boy. Would you like to hear it? Of course. Why, in fact, I would, Steve. Yes. Do you need bongos playing in the background? Like, this is like some sort of bohemian uh, uh, poetry reading? No, I think it's just better read okay. as it is. Ready? Yeah. Let her rip. Divorce feels like full-blown COVID. Divorce feels like your doctor don't know shiznit. Divorce feels like you walking on glass. I'm sorry, Annie Lennox. <laughs> Divorce feels like you're running through a glass wall. Divorce feels like you're being bullied in a class hall. Divorce feels like you getting beat up in the mall. <laughs> Divorce feels like heavy breathing. Divorce feels like suffocating. I don't know how the, that's it. We're, that's we're, it. we're waiting for it. We didn't waiting for, yeah. Yeah. it. Wasn't yeah, it wasn't kind of like that. But yeah. it was, well, uh, you know, he's not wrong. Well, he's not <laughs> to wrong, be honest. Yeah, but you, you and I can both vouch for that, Bax, right? You know, f- for all the Grammy award-winning uh, things that this guy has done, this is what he came out with about divorce. There's a chance he's not quite the genius people think he is. What? I know. Are I, you I, I, kidding me? <laughs> not every genius is a genius all the time. Even Einstein lost his keys. Did he really, though? <laughs> sure, all yeah. the time. Uh, J.K. Rowling is going after the transgender community again, because why not, mm-hmm. right? Yep. 
Uh, Harry Potter writer J.K. Rowling has uh, reignited controversy over her stance on the transgender rights by opposing gender recognition reform legislation in Scotland. Rowling has uh, clashed with Scotland's uh, First Minister Nicola Sturgeon following the gender recognition reform bill's introduction last week at Holyrood. I'm doing this one because it kind of ties into this whole uh, Disney thing in Florida. Mm Mm-hmm where this don't say gay bill has passed and Disney employees are furious that the company will not denounce that new bill. It's Which, a, kind of a stupid bill. It's a stupid bill, but people are right. Like, you know, Disney is supposed to be the all accepting, weren't they the pioneers in the LGBTQ uh, putting on uh, Ellen, you know, like putting on shows like that to, to kind of uh, say, yeah, hey, we're but- breaking away from culture. I guess, but they also, uh, you know, Walt himself was not really all that nice of a guy either. He had Uh, some problems. So uh, the Florida bill reads, a school district may not encourage classroom discussion about sexual orientation or gender identity in primary grade levels. Now, Bill Simon, an actor and writer whose credits include Disney's DuckTales, posted an impassioned video plea calling for Disney to say the bill is wrong. Seaman uh, credits one of his middle school teachers for helping him understand that it was okay to be gay. Had there been a bill like the one being considered in Florida, that would have never happened to me. I would have left al- uh, I would have left alone and scared, and LGBT kids are going to be left alone and scared and hurt by this bill. No response from Disney, though. Imagine that. Can you imagine that a multi-billion dollar company wouldn't... Uh... Nope. Can't imagine that at all. Yeah, and I think some of those Disney characters are probably gay anyway. I got my suspicions. You know, like uh, whoever was the bird that was played by Gilbert Gottfried in uh, Little Mermaid. Uh, just saying. Uh, just Aladdin. Saying. Aladdin. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah, well, listen, it doesn't make him wrong. Closeted nope. up on top of that nope. magic carpet. Of Not his. that there's anything wrong with that. Yep. If a cartoon is gay, then you know what? He's gay. Exactly. Uh, Nikki Six won't let his little war of words with Eddie Vedder go. And to be fair, Eddie did start it when he said how much he hated 80s metal bands and specifically mentioned Motley Crue. Yeah, I think he was talking about the drum set yeah. in particular, right? I, yeah. In a recent interview, Nikki explained why he took it so seriously. Uh, quote, you took a swipe at my band, I'll take a swipe at your band. You try to hurt my family, which is my band, I'll try to hurt you. He added, quote, what I don't understand, and why is the guy even talking about my band? He's a successful guy. He flies around in private jets. He lives in a mansion in a gated community. He sells out stadiums. And then he dresses at the thrift store and tries to pretend to be some guy from the 90s. Don't take a swipe at my band, dude. I mean, at least I'm being honest. Well, he's oh, got a point. Good for you. Yes. Good for you for standing your ground. Well, standing your ground and not... In, you know, mudslinging back mm-hmm. at him. Yeah, you know, no, like he's, not he's throwing... just defending his band. That's I, it. He's like, "What the hell are you doing? Why? Why are you doing this right. to me?" And why would Eddie Vedder care what's going on with Motley Crue anyway? Did somebody do him wrong in that band at some point? I think probably, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Little argument. Im- some can't point. Imagine that anybody in Motley Crue had anything going on with Pearl Jam. I think it's probably a jealousy thing. It's probably, you know, it's not like Pearl Jam's being featured in movies on uh, Netflix or, you know, stories about band members. Uh, True. But Bobby Cruz had at least two of them. Yeah. Uh, Eminem hit a m- music milestone yesterday with the Recording Industry Association of America, or... Nambla. Uh, <laughs> he is now the number one awarded musician for singles. Eminem has 227.5 million golden plat- platinum certifications. 166 million for singles and 61 and a half million for albums. 
Damn. That's unbelievable. He uh, also now holds six RIAA Diamond Awards. There are uh, three are for singles, Lose Yourself, Not Afraid, and Love the Way You Lie. But he doesn't have any great poems about divorce yet. Not well. Doesn't have that going. He's he's talked about breaking up before. Well, maybe maybe we could help him out. Don't you think? No, I think we probably just better between you two guys you can give them uh, all the material you need and now i I don't i don't think i really want to drag that stuff into into the public (laughs) and that is your hollywood trash on rock 102 these are challenging the following takes place between 6 a.m and 7 a.m. And it is just about 6 a.m. Weather today highs in the high 30s, about an inch or so of snow at a 90% probability. The weather brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert on all water supply systems from the well through the pump and into the house. Here's your 102 second sports on Rock 102. <laughs> Starting with baseball, you Red Sox fans. There's still hope. Major League Baseball's ultimatum to the Players Association has been extended again. They talked for about 17 hours yesterday in a bargaining session that ended, well, just about an hour or so ago. The two sides plan to pick up talks again today toward a potential deal for the league to put off canceling another batch of regular season games. We'll see what happens. Hockey, Springfield Thunderbirds visiting the Charlotte Checkers for a two-game weekend set beginning Friday. And, of course, We have Tommy Cross, the defenseman from the team, on Thunderbird Thursdays starting this Thursday here on Rock 102. In basketball, hey, good news for Bryant in college hoops. It was all the Bryant Bulldogs who punched their ticket for the first time in the Division I NCAA tournament. Yes, Bryant beating Wagner in the NAC championship game last night. But there was a fight that marred that game. We'll get into that a little bit later on. Peter Kiss, by the way, great name. He led Bryant with 34 points, and he also leads the nation in scoring in college basketball. He's also the drummer for Kiss, if I'm not mistaken. P- P- yes. P- yeah. Sounds good to me. Peter. Wait, that's Chris. Close enough. Close. Close. You can't spell Chris without Kiss. In football, the New England Patriots probably will lose one of their top defensive performers from last year. Cornerback J.C. Jackson is going to be too expensive on the free agent market, and the Pats probably will not put up a fight to retain his services. Big news in the NFL yesterday. Russell Wilson traded from Seattle to Denver, and other big news with Aaron Rodgers, and Bax is going to talk about his favorite quarterback, Mr. Rodgers, next in his view from the couch on Rock 102. That's it for your 102-second sports with Bax, Steve, and Dave on Rock 102. Top dollar. Great benefits. You'll get both when you join Lambert's Lawn Care and Tree Service. They need foremen, laborers, climbers, bucket operators, landscape construction, and more. There are aggressive pay scales for workers and lots of overtime, as well as paid vacations and profit sharing. These are year-round positions with 401k offered as well. If you've got a valid driver's license, apply on Indeed on Facebook at Lambert's Lawn Care and Tree Service, LambertLawnCare.com, or call to set up an interview at 860-502-5208. Thank you for calling Yankee Home. How can I put a smile on your face? Uh, yeah, we've got an old, outdated bathtub in our house, and my wife said to call Yankee Home. Can you really turn that old tub into a walk-in shower? We sure can. With Yankee Home, custom walk-in showers are finally affordable for everyone. Plus, they can be installed in just one day and done right the first time. You mean never cattywampus? That's right. And since you're a Rock 102 listener, you'll get $1,400 off. 
Call Yankee Home right now to claim this special offer and be sure to mention Rock 102. Pro contractors rely on Pro Tool in Springfield. For pro equipment like floor grinders and Sherpas, generators in many sizes. Pro contractors call Pro Tool. Zero emissions equipment, including zero emissions excavators. And don't forget conveyors. In three sizes. Kim, I got this. Do you? When pro contractors need pro equipment, they can rely on Pro Contractors Call Pro Tool. We can deliver everything you need right to your construction site. Call Pro Tool. 413-732-8044. 732-8044. Discover thousands of dollars in new tax credits and your biggest refund guaranteed with Jackson Hewitt. Schedule an appointment with one of their tax pros to get a head start on your taxes. Go to jacksonhewitt.com to learn more and find a location near you. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your neighborhood paint store. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, if I were a half-rate NFL quarterback on a mediocre football team and my once-promising career was floundering in a vast wasteland of disappointment and unfulfilled potential and I were heading into the final year of my contract, then Tuesday, March 8th, would probably be the greatest day of my life. As many of you know, yesterday Aaron Rodgers of the Green Bay Packers agreed to the highest paying contract in football history yesterday, an uh, an alleged four-year extension worth a reported $200 million. Now, as a former owner of the Green Bay Packers, with my one non-dividend paying share of Green Bay Packers stock, I must tell you, that's a crap load of money. But if I'm a half-rate starting quarterback looking at my own free agency prospects, I'd be busy writing Aaron Rodgers a thank you note. Because that new contract just ramped up the asking price, not just for the league's elite quarterback, uh, it also resets the market value for even the crappy ones. And if I were one of those guys, I'd be sending that guy a friggin' gift basket every single week. So what does a four-year, $200 million contract extension actually look like up close? I have no idea. All I can tell you is if you're averaging $50 million a year, spreading it out over a 52-week period, then Aaron Rodgers will be getting a weekly paycheck of $961,538.46 per week, not counting deductions or and or withholding. And based upon a 40-hour work week, that works out to an hourly wage of $24,038.46. Suddenly, that Target application that you picked up at the Holyoke Mall for $24 bucks an hour doesn't seem so great after all. Now, I know that's a lot of money for a guy who couldn't get past the 49ers in the divisional round of the playoffs, but even at 38 years old, he's still the most dangerous man on the field because he's talented, rich, and unvaccinated. The dude's a $200 million triple threat, and for my money, of which I have none, is worth every penny. But hey, enough of my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. You're going to invest a whole lot of time and money into a painting project, You need guidance, sometimes a lot of it. That's why you go to to Rockies. They're with you every step of the way, from the planning to the painting to the party you throw to show the whole project off. Good people, paint people, and rock-solid service at every Rockies Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield. And Aerosmith with back Steve and Dave in Rock 102. Uh, going to be uh, clear today with a high of 35. And then tomorrow, things start to warm up a little bit. Sunny and a high of 51. It's 30 in downtown Springfield. So, Bax, you were talking in your view from the couch. And I think you're a little blinded by your love for your favorite quarterback, Aaron no, Rodgers. I'm not, I'm not blinded at all. I think it's a reasonable price to pay for the best quarterback in football. Well, I do. 
because he's still valuable at that age. Well, listen, uh, you know, to me, it's not so much. I mean, the, the thing that uh, that kind of grabs me is not so much that it's about football mm-hmm. or Aaron Rodgers, but can you just imagine you someone writes you a check for $50 million a year for the next four years? I, I, I mean, I can't even imagine what it would be like to be walking around with $50 million in my back pocket. I, uh, I, I would love to get that. You know, I was granted fives of dollars yeah. by this place. See, uh, the, the thing is, but, you're young, Steve. You yeah. still have youth on your side. Dave and I are a couple old farts. I mean, we're at the end of our career. We're One. never going to see $50 million. <laughs> One foot in the grave each. Practically. I mean, I'm not feeling that great. I don't know what kind of shape you're in, <laughs> but $50 million, that ain't, coming, that ain't going home with me. See, I have a fear of getting that kind of money. Like if it's from a lottery or something else, because then... What do you do? Well, then the, you've made well, a good career choice with that, then, haven't you? I, I know, because I don't want that kind of money, because then, you know, you've got no purpose in life anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like, you've got nowhere to go. Like, what? you're just going to sit there, and you're going to roll in the cash and spend it? Like, Yeah. And I don't know what I'd spend it on. <laughs> I, I'm with you, Bax, for different uh, reasons, you know? I don't know what I would spend that money on. I remember uh, talking to this guy uh, who was like a, a he was a professor at, at uh, HCC years ago. Okay, and him and I were talking because it was around the time where, like, one of the one of those Powerballs or something was like a record. This was going back twenty years ago, mm-hmm. so the thing might have been a hundred or two hundred million dollars. As like, wow, this is like right. the biggest record thing. And like, what that? What would you do with that? I said, I said, I don't even know how you'd spend it all. That's what I'm saying. And he Steve. and he goes. Go out to Vegas and start betting fifty thousand dollars a bet at blackjack, and you can spend it very, very quickly. <laughs> but that doesn't give me any sense. I'm not a gambler. I never like going well, then, to yeah. like. Well, I, well, let me let me just uh, interject if I yes. if I may here. Uh, I would never say, "Oh, not me." I mean, if I mean, if if somebody, if there were a benefactor out there, anybody, any rich guy, Mavis Wanzik, if you're listening, I would take. A $50 million check, and I would be grateful. And I would find a way not to spend it all, because that's just foolish, Mm -hmm. but to spend big, giant gobs of it uh, feels very good to me. Well, you've got you could set up your your kids for life with college scholarship money and all that yeah, kind of. Yeah, that's yeah. important, but, but right? They, they got the same thing that Steve's got. Youth. They got the whole life ahead of them. They they have earning mm-hmm. potential that I never had well, coming out of school. Plus, they wouldn't learn about earning if they were just given the money from you that you had gotten from somewhere else. Listen, too. you're looking to teach life lessons. <laughs> I'm not doing. I'm not thinking that way. I'm thinking about really what's in it for me and my immediate surroundings. I'd probably upgrade my house i'd probably get a, a car that gu- guzzles less gas and i'd probably do a couple other things but i wouldn't do any of that i would travel i guess i would just travel oh i don't know i i would i'm sure it wouldn't change me in the least well uh i would never want to be identified you know uh mm-hmm. that mavis wanzik who won that you know 700 million dollar powerball right here in chicopee right she went Right to the lottery office, and everybody knew who it was that she did. I would be like that lady up in New Hampshire. It, it was a lady from Vermont, I think, right? The the um, one who she won a Powerball. She yeah. was a mass resident. I think she won the ticket in Vermont, and then she didn't want her name being put out there, so she she sued and she won. Yeah, and she was able to stay anonymous. I would like to stay anonymous. I wouldn't want to be known because. Like, you know, we were saying, people that come out of the woodwork yep. and they want every little piece of you. Sure. And 
people, when you just, if you were to win a large sum of money like that, right? people don't respect you because it's something psychologically that you didn't earn that money. Mm-hmm. All you did was go down and put on a $2 bet and you got a ticket. Yeah, you just become another stupid millionaire to them. Right, and it's like, well... It's a jealousy thing. Right. It's like, well, if you have it, yeah. then why can't I have it? I was very jealous of Miss Wanzik uh, when that happened. Not I'm me. Like, I find that Mavis Wanzik is maybe the most attractive woman in the area. <laughs> yeah. Well, now, how, and you wonder how she's doing now because they've done studies of lottery winners. That oh, win these, I, and, I, and most of them, most of them go bankrupt. Dave, I wonder about what? her every single day. <laughs> but that's the thing. You don't. She she's done a pretty good job about not being out in the open about it right like w- w- nobody's ever interviewed her i don't think it, we've even seen one interview with no her. and in fact if you remember <laughs> like like right after she won and right after she claimed the prize yeah there were all these fake uh facebook pages and instagram posts so that you know i'm the the real mavis mavis wants yeah. it like she was smart enough to say listen if i'm gonna if i'm gonna have this money I want to not be found. I want to. I want a yeah. ghost society. Well, I think she's done a pretty good job. That she can spend her money however, however she wants. Did you hear what I said, Mavis? I can, <laughs> can spend your money whatever, yeah. however she, you want. I'm your Back, white knight, baby. That's it, sister. She may already be lying in a gutter somewhere. For she all is you not, know. and I will not have you disparage her <laughs> reputation in the slightest. Did you, did you hear what I said, Mavis? I'm, I'm defending you. Go uh, ahead. To, Give out the phone number so no, she I'm, can call back. I, she knows how to get all. She knows how to get she all. Knows. She knows. But if you want to chime in, you can do so at 413-293-1021. And uh, what would you do with a boatload of money? You know, I've, I've known some uh, some remarkably rich people uh, in uh, in my day. Mm-hmm. You know, a couple people worth the uh, you know uh, big fat gobs of cash and you know what i mean uh, listen you know it doesn't buy you happiness but god damn it if it wouldn't be worth at least trying no, i guess it, it doesn't buy you happiness but it buys you something pretty damn close pretty, 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 pretty that's the truth close. that's right <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and i would be willing you know, just for the social experiment alone because mm-hmm. you know me i'm all about the science <laughs> uh i would be willing to put myself in that position just to show on a on a purely scientific level, how someone could survive fifty million dollars. I'll take fifty. I I'll do it for twenty five. I'll do twenty five million. That's how that's how much I am into to proving my point. Bax, I don't know much about you, but I think you'd burn through all that money but, and more in about a year and a half. What do I look like? What do I look like to you? <laughs> a, a guy who's going to spend foolishly? Please. I only need enough. Let me just give me like a couple hundred grand. Let me pay off my mortgage. And uh, that's all I really want. I just don't want to have to have a mortgage anymore. I want a pony. I want a whole bunch yeah. of ponies. And the phones are lighting up, so uh, do you want to take one, or do you want to take a break and we'll come back? We'll take a break. We'll come back. All right. It's there we go. Teen with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. This is John Mayberry, president of Mayberry Material Handling, with a very important announcement. Oh, no. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 625 and Fleetwood Mac with back Steve and Dave at Rock 102. Going to be uh, pretty clear today with a high of 35. Tomorrow, a blinky little butthole in the sky with a high of 51. <laughs> it's 30 right now in downtown Springfield. Your emoji weather there. And our topic early this morning, talking about, you know, well, because of Aaron Rodgers and his big contract, what would you do if you won like, oh, I don't know, 50 million or earned it? And our number is 293-1021. What do you got? Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Yeah. Dale Dumont. <laughs> Hey Dale, what's up? You guys are you guys are talking about um, what you would do if you were made a lot of money, or if you uh, hmm? 
Yep. What if would you have? want a lot of money? I would like start a business to help get people give it back to society. All right. Kids, families, they all need help. I would I would build a rehab. I'd be your first client. <laughs> we we couldn't tell. <laughs> well, I've had a traumatic brain injury. I don't talk too good on the phone. Here we are Bye. thinking you're calling up drunk, but you have a you obviously have a serious uh, issue going on, and I didn't mean to make fun of you for that. And I'm yeah, sorry. Me too. No, it's okay. Everybody does. <laughs> Although you, human nature. Although, in order to enjoy this show, you do, in fact, have to have a traumatic brain injury, so... <laughs> oh, no, it's the best show in the world, man. Oh, you guys rock. Thank guys. you very, very That's much. Good, good. Bye -bye. Sure, guys. Bye. Keep up the great work. All right, thanks. 293-1021 is the number. Yeah, best show in the world. I mean, that's a, that's a little uh, that's a little bit loose with the reality. It's only been on for a week and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Let's give us a couple of weeks or a month or right. so. Hey, uh, Today I Learned is brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Today you can learn how Gary Rome will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. And now it's time for Today I Learned. Wait, are you doing an impression of that last guy? That's not right. That's not right. Come on, man. With back Stephen Day. <laughs> hey. Yes, Steve. Today I learned that as a result of a 1973 car crash, Stevie Wonder temporarily lost his sense of smell and taste. Wow. On August 6th, 1973, Stevie Wonder was in a car accident. That crash left Wonder in a coma for four days and ultimately resulted in him losing both his sense of smell and taste for a short time. In a twist of fate, exactly 15 years later to the date, Wonder was gifted with a son. Hmm. So how about that? He was gifted. Oh, I, I like see. He, he, his son was born 15 on, on years to day. the date of the accident. So he's down three of the five senses? Yeah. Well, he, he, re he regained that, right? The, what are you talking about? Or no, he never regained. He did regain the, gotcha. the smell and the taste, all but right. not the sight. It's yeah. not like, uh, what was that movie where the guy gets hit in the head and all of a sudden he can see again, and then he gets hit again. Oh, and then he... that, the name of that movie is The Guy Who Couldn't See Who Got Hit in the Head and Could See Again. Are you talking yes. about Phenomenon with John Travolta? He gets hit no, by a no, bolt no. of lightning? It's or? a comedy. Oh. It's a, it's a, uh, if you could see what I see. I don't remember the name of the movie. Uh, Saving Private Ryan. No. Oh. Citizen Kane. No. <laughs> Shawshank Redemption. All right, I'm I'm done. But you know, you know he did he did uh, suffer enough traumatic brain injury as well. Yes, he did. Uh to to write this piece of crap. What are you talking about, Steve? It's a beautiful song. <laughs> what? The uh, Stevie Wonder? Yes. You have to be brain damaged to no do this. New Year's Day. <laughs> to celebrate. No chocolate-covered candy hops to give away. Don't pretend like you don't know the lyrics. I do, but... How long ago was it? No, that's it. You can you can kind of fade it down if you want to. I just wanted to point out that this is what I learned today. A brain... Hey, by the way... What's talented in screams? I don't know. Stevie Wonder answering the iron. Will you stop? Ah, <laughs> and that is today I learned on Rock What I Do. Coming when up the next. time is right, the Delaney House has just the right place. 
The Delaney House in Holyoke has multiple meeting spaces from as few as six to 200 people with all you could ask for, including a variety of menus to choose from, even a hotel right next door for anyone traveling in for the meeting. Meeting in your office, a simple drop-off of food or full-service catering is always available. So remember, when the time is right, the right place is waiting. Find out more at DelaneyHouse.com. That's DelaneyHouse.com. Hey, Springfield, it's time for a toast. A toast to do more this spring with the help of two delicious new toasts from Dunkin'. Spring in on the, the new hummus and roasted tomato and avocado roasted tomato toast. Creamy hummus or savory avocado spread on a sourdough, uh, a slice of sourdough bread, both topped with oven roasted tomatoes, vine ripened and perfectly seasoned. Two flavorful new ways for you to do your thing this spring. Participation may vary. It's a limited time offer. How does a career sound building the toughest tools on earth? It sounds like Stanley Black & Decker and Lennox Tools. Lennox Tools in East Longmeadow is holding a special job fair on Wednesday, March 9th from 4 to 6.30 p.m. at their manufacturing headquarters on Chestnut Street in East Longmeadow. Stanley Black & Decker and Lennox Tools offer a sign-on bonus, competitive salary, and full benefits. Plus, there's on-the-job training with lots of room for advancement. Apply for the job fair today at at stanleyblackanddecker.com slash careers. Walk-ins also welcome. Stanley Black & Decker is an equal opportunity employer. McKinstry's Market Garden, where our motto is picked fresh daily. McKinstry's is now open year-round for fresh, locally grown produce. We're not just a market garden, we're so much more. Homemade breads, pies, and muffins. And my favorite, apple cinnamon donuts that will make your mouth water. Don't forget local milk, fresh eggs, and homemade pickles. McKinstry's Market Garden, the freshest, locally grown fruits and vegetables. Come on down and see us at 753 Montgomery Street, Chickabee. 632. Back, Stephen Dave and Rock 102. It's time for news, and it is brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. Uh, it's time for news, and here's Dave Coombs. So, uh, latest on Ukraine, another one of those quote unquote safe corridors that Russians have set up for evacuating Ukrainians. It failed again in a port city in Ukraine where an attempt to evacuate civilians and bring in food, water, and medicine fell apart. As Ukrainian officials said, Russian forces fired on the convoy trying to go through the, quote, safe corridor, and it happened before they even reached their destination city. You know, I, I re-listened to that uh, interview with Paul Koza from yesterday from mm-hmm. V1 Vodka, and the more I was thinking about it, I mean, can you imagine, you're, you're trying to save the life of your family and yourself and you are you have only like a single bag of your your most important items and you're trying to get to safety and in this corridor where you're trying to get to the the polish border the safe corridor back the safe corridor <laughs> they're shooting at you yep you're a civilian this shouldn't be happening to civilians this shouldn't be happening to refugees these are people who are trying to flee for their lives mm-hmm. and they're being shot at Kozum told us uh, yesterday uh, about this family that was in a car trying to yep. drive to the uh, the border. There was a car in front of them, and they get bombed on their way out there. Mm. The only thing they can do to, you know, to save their own lives is to drive around them, not even do the, the humane thing, which most of us say, get out of the car and help yeah. the people who are injured. Right. You don't have time to do that. you got to make that split-second decision. I can't even imagine what must run through your mind if you're, it, while you're trying to save your life. I think... Uh, we as Americans are so we don't realize how lucky we are. Okay, no we don't have to deal with this. I'm watching some of these videos. 
of you know these are user people uh you know on reddit like in this that public freakout section where they're showing all these videos you're seeing the shell come out of the sky right you're just seeing a bomb come out of the sky yeah. into like a into like a neighborhood yeah. a regular neighborhood not a military base this is it would be like somebody bombing Fisher Avenue right here and all the houses around it. Right. It, it, for the, no reason. Be like trying to like navigate traffic as a pedestrian going across 91, but instead yeah. of dodging cars, you're dodging bombs that are headed at you. Right. Imagine that, right? Meanwhile, you're paying $4.50 for a gallon of gas wondering, what's going on in this country? Well, that leads into the next story, Bax, because gas prices will continue to soar because of Russia's invasion of Ukraine and also because we're now banning Russian oil. The U.S. Department of Energy saying aggressive drivers lower their gas mileage by 15 to 30 percent on the highway and 10 to 40 percent in stop and go traffic. They say excessive speeding and slowing uses more gas than consistent driving. So they're giving us tips now on how to make the gas that we are paying exorbitant fees for go a little further. I don't understand why when either party in this country has had full control of everything. Yep. And knowing what we went through back in 2010 through 2012 with the gas price being over $4 consistently, mm-hmm. why would we have not made those changes in order to keep the price down? Why would we have not done it? You had full control. The Democrats had full control. The Republicans definitely had full control, especially from 2016 on. Right. Why would you not make things, policies, in order to secure those things? That would- and, and, and that pipeline thing, the more I read about that, it was a disaster. The thing was leaking all over the place mm-hmm. and having spills left and right. So why wouldn't you have something where you would pump your own, you would you would increase your own production, knowing that the price could go up to four dollars a gallon? Well, I think the the answer uh, is uh, is very complicated, but but if I can dumb it down for the, yeah. the 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 most I can, the government is not really working for any of us. There's other factors yeah. involved where the price of oil, the price of gas, and the economics involved in it. That's really what they're working for. I mean, you're you're right. There could have been things we would have done along the way to secure or stabilize the price of these of oil or natural gas or lumber or or whatever it is. And then on the other hand, you have a bunch of politicians saying, "Well, you know, maybe now's the time to convert to electric energy for cars." Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure, well, that would be okay. a great idea if you could find one. Right. You can't even do that. But that's you know that's that's a that's a band-aid solution. That's not that's not even a solution to what you're going through now. There's no question about that. And, you know, I'm I'm cool with renewable energy. I'm all about that, but when you're talking about an immediacy and you're talking about people who can't even afford a living wage to begin with and then now ha- I was reading this thing yesterday about this guy was put put an example. He lives down in like Georgia or something. He makes I think it was $16 an hour at a retail store. Mm-hmm. Well, the gas is up to like six something down there. So almost half of his hourly wage is one gallon of transportation yep. on his five gallons that he uses to work to go to, go to work every day. 
you know, I don't understand why anybody wouldn't have come up with a solution years ago. And like you said, it's because nobody really cares. The politicians don't care about you. No. None I, of them do. That's why, you know, when I said the solution to all of our problems would be term limits in Congress, mm-hmm. it really meant that. Term limits and also was- keeping Wall Street out of the pockets of these people. That's that the financial system in this country runs this country. I don't you can talk to me blue in the face about what Trump would have done or how great Biden is, but when it comes down to it, they have no say over it either because they're being fed money to say, no, we want it to go this way. Well, this is wanna, the way it's going to go. If you want to push your liberal <laughs> agenda and your it's insane not a, conspiracy that, theories on this show, that's I definitely that's your business. That's definitely not a liberal agenda. That is, unfortunately, the truth. Well, I'm not saying that I'm not advocating for free college and all this other crap. I'm talking about making it fair and making the leveling the playing field for the american consumer all right that's absolutely true yeah. are you done <laughs> on that soapbox for now yeah go all right ahead. i just want to make sure all right <laughs> uh as for how high the gas prices will go mm-hmm. business insiders are saying probably an average of five dollars per gallon nationwide before prices start coming down that's unless something else happens now here in massachusetts 424 per gallon is the average right now and those prices jumped 62 cents a gallon last week alone. So the 424 in Massachusetts a record high according to AAA and Massachusetts Attorney General Maura Healey who's running for governor is quote monitoring that situation and calling for an investigation. God knows what that will bring. Now on the other side, Republican gubernatorial guy Chris Dowdy is ratcheting up his plea for the gas tax to be suspended in Massachusetts. He's also opposing Healy for the gubernatorial run coming up in December or uh, November. Yeah. I should I mean, say. You know, the, the problem is then you know it's you, you're robbing Peter to pay Paul. Mm-hmm. Those are gas taxes, which you know no one likes to pay, but you know they do pay for some things in the state. And it's like you know you you're you're not solving a problem. You're just putting a bandaid on a different wound. Well, but it might help. The Massachusetts excise tax is twenty-four cents per gallon. So if you could lower the overall cost from four twenty-four to just four, I right. suppose that's going to help some people, but right? I want to introduce you to the state of Massachusetts. That uh, savings that you think you'll be getting at the mm. pump is going to be placed somewhere else. So you're not really right. going to save any money. It's just going to be put somewhere else for you to pay. We mm. are one of very few states here that charge excise tax for the vehicles. I know. Did you know that, Dave? I did not. Okay, yeah. so every year. Right around this time, I just paid the bills. They send you for whatever, however many registered vehicles you have. They send you bills in order to drive on the road every year. So this is not the excise tax I just spoke about for gas. This no, is, this okay. is a different type of excise tax. <laughs> this right. is uh, this is uh, your privilege to drive on the roads here in Massachusetts requires you to pay, and I believe the rate is about twenty five dollars for yeah. every thousand dollars your car is worth. So if you buy a brand new car tomorrow. Mm-hmm. It's going to cost you like seven or eight hundred dollars in yeah. in in excise. You're talking about so the when, privilege of driving on those yeah. pristine, yeah, I was going to say beautiful the, roadways. Yeah, in Massachusetts. when you when you crack your rims on one of them <laughs> potholes you just drove over, you say thank you, state of Massachusetts, for doing me right. Another problem that's happening while people are driving is hitting those alcoholic nip bottles and tossing them out the window. A Southwick resident urging the select board to take action on that. She wants the banning 
of all nip bottle sales in Southwick because she keeps finding them as a form of litter while she's out walking her dog. She does not believe the nip bottles she finds are being discarded by people on foot. She says the bigger problem is it's people driving and drinking and then tossing them out the window. But if she gets her way, nip bottles will be no longer in Southwick. I've been uh, I've been uh, complaining about this for quite some time now. I uh, I live on a very uh, main road. Uh, even, and Huntington. Well, but still a main road nonetheless because it connects a lot of the different hill towns around. So mm-hmm. you got a lot of trucks going by. Well, and, what's your uh, exact address? It's uh, 23. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, so I've been picking up nip bottles almost like on a weekly basis. Right? Maybe right, not right now because mm-hmm. of the snow and everything right. like that. But wh- that's going to be the, the treasure hunt when I go down and find the pile of fireball nips. Uh, at the bottom, at the bottom of the driveway, I can't stand this. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah. people are disgusting. Yeah, and, and and vape pens also yep. littering the the roadways. Oh yeah, crack vials, mm-hmm. hypodermic needles, mm-hmm. all the things you uh, you want. You know, the you should do what I do. Uh, stay indoors. You stay indoors. You will never see another nip bottle for as long as you shall live until you buy your own. Really? Yeah. If you don't see the problem, problem doesn't exist. Simple. Oh, it's like if we don't test for COVID, it doesn't exist. Well, well, yes. I don't know. I I, this whole uh, the nip bottle thing. uh, We really need to put the deposit on the bottles. Yeah, I'm also. uh, I also uh, kind of surprised that when people buy like nip bottles of Fireball, Mm -hmm. they buy it by the brick. So it's not just like one or two nip bottles. They're they're all set with a whole big prepackaged lump of those things. A lump? Yeah. So they're not just like tossing one or two nip bottles out there, their car window. Okay. They're they're tossing like, you know, six or seven of them. It, depending on, uh, I think the people who are buying the bricks are not the ones throwing them out the window. I think the ones who are the alcoholics that, uh, you know, only buy, my dad used to do this all the time. He would buy a six pack of beer. Right. And he would get trashed off the six pack of beer. And I didn't know anything about tolerance and anything like that until I became a teenager when you learn about the effects of alcohol. And he would, uh, I say, how is this guy getting drunk off of six beers? Mm -hmm. And my brother revealed to me, you know, when I was little, he used to pay me a dollar to go clean out all the nip bottles under the seat of the car so mom wouldn't find out. (laughs) So, you know, it's, it's, you're not going to, you're not going to stop people from throwing them out the window. A pro nip bottle or anti nip bottle? 293-1021. What do you got? Highs in the high thirties today, maybe a little snow coming in and coming up straight ahead. Today's mass hat. I know it's hard to believe, but a felon at a Walmart coming up on rock. Be the sad man Behind blue eyes Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 651 and The Who with back Steve and Dave and Rock 102. Sunny and a high of 35 for today and then uh, could see some snow skeet from the sky uh, later on this evening, only about uh, one to two inches. And then tomorrow, sunny and a high of 51. It's 30 in downtown Springfield. One Southwick resident. Wants to do away with nip bottle sales in Southwick. What do you think? 293-1021. Rock 102. Hey, how's it going? Huh. Uh, I'm calling it about the calling about the nip bottle thing. Yeah. yeah. What should we do? Honestly, man, make them like 10 cents, 15 cents, 25 cents a deposit. And everyone that saw one on the side of the road would pick it up. And the guy throwing them out their window won't throw them out the window. That's such common sense. There's no way the politicians will go for it. 
Well, no, that's the thing is it already came up for a vote, and they already talked about it, and they're like, well, that's not going to stop the litter, and it's like it's going to make everyone pick them up. Yep. If you're paying instead of a dollar for a nip of fireball, you guys keep talking about, it's a dollar twenty-five. If I'm buying a, the, you know, the brick, the, call it a sleeve, if I'm buying a sleeve of them and I'm getting four of them, I'm getting another one free, I'm not throwing them out. Gotcha. Yep, good call. So, appreciate that, that, it. <laughs> I have going. Yeah. You know, we had another call, too, that we didn't get to air, but uh, she was talking about how, uh, you know, alcohol, like it would stop people that have alcohol problems. It would, uh, not that it would stop them, but it would make it less accessible Be for a de- people. A deterrent, because I guess. Yeah, when, right. you th- when it comes down to it, yeah. that's all nips are for. Nips are for getting drunk very quickly. No, not- no, no. It's for convenience. Listen, the only time that like a nip came in handy was like when my mother would come to visit and uh, she would have one gin and tonic. So I'd go out and buy a little bottle of tonic and I'd go buy a nip of the Tanqueray and that was it. But that would where came in convenience. But for the most part... That's why they're sitting up at the at the front of the counter at 99 cents a pop. That's uh hey yeah I know you got your six pack of beer but you can get your uh, 99 cent nip right here yeah. as well. It's like uh, it's like drinking without all the commitment of buying a full uh, full 750 milliliters. Absolutely. But it does lead to littering, there's no doubt about oh, it. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right, here we go. Time for Rock 102 to recognize another mass hat going below and beyond other humans in the pursuit of stupidity, incompetence, and embarrassment. If you want to crown them, then crown their ass. Here's today's mass hat. So, 45-year-old Travis Dixon works for a Walmart in Pennsylvania. He apparently forgot they have security cameras in there. In a Walmart? Hard to believe, right? Mm. He was caught stealing 800 bucks from a lost wallet he found in the store. And then, while police caught up to him and conducted a search, they found drugs on him as well. So now he's facing theft and drug charges. What is someone doing with $800 in a Walmart? Yeah, what, what what's the deal? What's Wait, going on there? Buying a lot of nip bottles. No, you can't get those there, I guess. Can yes, you? You, yes, you, can, can, you can. Can you? <laughs> yes, you can. I believe, I think, the one in Westfield is a liquor store now. I thought they were fighting for the liquor permit a few years ago. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah. I think I they mean, might sell it there now. They, uh, I mean, they, they sell beer in a lot of them. True. But I mean, that's a good question. Like, you know, nobody carries $800 cash into a Walmart for crying out loud. Not that many people carry $800 in cash, period. Not when you can run up your credit card at a Walmart, why pay cash? You can uh, buy even more stuff well, with a credit card. I realize there's a lot of people that don't have the credit and don't have a credit card, mm-hmm. but 800 bucks, man, you got to be looking for a lot of deep savings for 800 bucks. What uh, what kind of drugs does this guy have on? Uh, they didn't say the type of drugs yeah. they found in the story, but uh, you know, I don't I, I don't think it was High end, let's put it that way. I don't know, Dave. This just sounds like your everyday run-of-the-mill Walmart customer. This doesn't really sound like maybe this is an isolated incident. Is this a news story or an inter-office memo? What is this? Oh, this is every Monday at Walmart. (laughs) Well, 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 wait. First of all, to clarify, this is a an employee of Walmart that was caught stealing the money and then had the drugs on him. He works for the Walmart. Okay, when in Rome, you know, like you gotta, you gotta adapt to your your uh, your surroundings. Mm-hmm. Well, if I, this scumbag's gonna steal money from people, I'm gonna steal money from people. That's the way you got to think of it. That's that reasonable. Way. Yeah. Well, congratulations to 45 year old Travis Dixon. He's gonna face some time in the clink now. 
for doing two things wrong, stealing money and having drugs on him when he did it. You know, you'd think he'd be smart enough to maybe ditch the drugs in aisle five while you're about to be arrested in the Walmart uh, for stealing the cash, right? Don't, don't try to apply too much in, uh, intelligence to a guy. <laughs> We're going to have a little snow today, highs in the high 30s. Coming up next in the sports, former NFL star gets two toes amputated. We'll give you that story straight ahead on Rock 102. Is it snowing in Southwick? Are there power outages in Palmer? Rock 102 is always live and local with up-to-the-minute storm information and reports powered by Rocky's Ace Hardware, Winter Storm Headquarters before and after the storm. Hey there, want to get lucky? Luck is on your side during the Get Lucky event this Saturday at Old School Harley-Davidson. Buy a new Harley and make no payments until 2023. Register to win a $500 Old School gift card. Earn triple rewards. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your neighborhood paint store. Hey, good morning sports fans. How the heck are you folks? I don't know about you, but I'm not exactly dealing with an exhaustive supply of cash. Sure, on paper I'm doing okay, but between my many obligations such as my bills, my mortgage, college tuition, child support, my many tax-deductible charitable contributions, my philanthropic interests, and what I'm paying every month the United States government, not exactly a big fat bag of disposable income. I can't just afford to lay out another costly expense to my already exhausted monthly budget. So when I heard that Major League Baseball just reached a broadcast deal with Apple TV Plus to broadcast live games on Friday nights, I thought, there must be a better use of my money than this. At the moment, I'm in the middle of my free trial. Free! But between Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, HBO Max, and all the other indispensable streaming services which eat up my time and money, I'm not sure that watching baseball games that do not currently exist would be a proper use of my last remaining $4.99 a month. I should also point out that baseball is currently 97 days into the second longest work stoppage in history. So the idea of making that sort of commitment during the middle of a labor dispute appears to be the same sort of tone-deaf approach Apple took when they removed the home button from their phones or switched up all the charging cables. would also like to point out that I'm already paying a few bucks to the cable company every month to watch Red Sox games on Nesson, even when they're not actually being played on Nesson. So the idea of settling down on a Friday night to watch baseball games that I don't care about when I have 10 million other options to watch on every other service at my disposal doesn't seem to be worth the cost of one more paid subscription. Call me cheap. Call me a tightwad. I think I'll be finding a better use for that remaining $4.99 a month, even if it kills me. But hey, the my Yappin' Sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. You know I'm looking at five DeWall power tools on sale this month at Rocky's for 100 bucks each. I'm looking on my phone on the Rocky's app. You can look on your laptop at Rockies.com or pick up the sales flyer in the store. What's on sale at Rocky's? The sales flyer is online on the app or on paper from your neighborhood Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's A. Rock at 7, 10, and 38 special. But back, Stephen, Dave, and Rock 102. Uh, sunny for a good part of the day. Then we're going to see uh, possible snow showers tonight with an accumulation of about two inches or so. Tomorrow, uh, sunny and a high of 51. It is 30 right now in downtown Springfield. So we're getting close to St. Patrick's Day. And while at Hub did another study and found out what the best city is to celebrate St. Patrick's Day. 
But Hol- Holyoke, Holyoke, Massachusetts. Oh, Holyoke. No, nope. What? Nope. It's not even on the list. Now they studied only major cities, so Holyoke is not on the list. But Boston is number two. You want to guess what city is number one, according to their survey here for celebrating St. Patrick's Day? Uh, West Springfield. <laughs> no. Agawam. Philadelphia was number one. Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Boston second, Pittsburgh third, followed by Chicago and San Francisco. I would have thought New York would have been number one because they have that huge parade every year that that people just get way out of control over. Right. Uh, By the way, Worcester ranked 12th nationwide. Get out. Worcester. Okay. Uh, Well, Worcester is definitely a bigger city than Holyoke. That's part of it. That's part of it. But, uh, you know. uh, But didn't Holyoke used to say... That we have the second largest uh, parade, yeah. you know, the St. Patrick's Day parade in the country. I don't know if you're confusing that with the other stat of we have the largest pancake breakfast, and then it was a pissing match between us and some like Kalamazoo, Michigan, or yeah, something. That's right? Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, huh. I, I don't know. Well, yeah, but it's it, obviously this is a big deal around here, and Holyoke is the place to be mm-hmm. on St. Patrick's Day in Western Massachusetts. Listen, anyway. if you're looking to get drunk in public and potentially urinate on someone's front lawn mm-hmm. and have yourself a damn fine time knocking down one jello shot after another. Holyoke has got it all over anybody. Well, go ahead. I'll put that on my list. Uh, you know, I'm There's the ca- always room for jello. I don't really care for the whole uh, St. Patrick's festivities, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am more of the, uh, the food connoisseur when it comes to, oh, uh, delicate... Irish cuisine. Okay. All right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. yeah. You know, uh, I, I, I'm a huge corned beef fan, and it's only in the month of March. I could care less about these parties and these cities and all that stuff. I want to know where the best corned beef is. And uh, I have my favorites in the area. You do? Yeah. Uh, if there's something about the, the brisket, the corned beef brisket. Right. Sliced corned beef like deli meat. Mm hmm. It's no. not the same. It's yeah. not the same as a nice slow roasted brisket. Right, you One can pull sh- it with a fork, and it kind of like yeah. uh, scrapes like, off of there. Like it right? all shreds. Yes. Uh, there like is, uh, and I, I don't know. I'm not sure too much about Holyoke where you can get one. I know there's one place that I don't want to name the name because I don't think it's very good. What does it rhyme with? I can't even say what it rhymes with because it's a good restaurant overall. Yeah. I just don't want to ruin the name. You know what I mean? Just because of the corned beef, but it's. It's usually it's typically too dry. I I don't I like a good like you just put the fork on it and it falls right apart and it melts in your yeah. mouth. You like a moist yeah. boiled meat, aka grease. Yeah. Uh, Seven Bees does a good one. Uh, Collins Tavern Wait, does down. a good. What? I'm taking notes here. Slow down. Well, you can go back and listen to the podcast <laughs> like everybody else does. Okay. And, and then uh, Collins Tavern yep. is. Uh, they make like a corned beef brisket sandwich every year, yeah. like around the week of St. Patrick's Day. It's like, oh my God, so good, right? So, uh, <laughs> so do they do the corned beef along with the potatoes as well, or not? Yeah, well, I think yeah, they do. You okay. can order like a plate of it or stuff. Okay. I'm more about the corned beef. You know, if you make a, even if you make a good corned beef brisket sandwich. It's got to like melt in your mouth. This is gonna sound crazy, and I and, and it's it's not that I don't love corned beef because Lord knows I do. I mean, mm-hmm. I I eat, eat the whole brisket myself if I had a chance. Yeah, I never order it in a restaurant. Why? I don't know why. It's just like I I always find something else and. Yeah, corned beef. I mean, is it, it's not that I don't love it. I love it. Is it because it's too basic and that's not something you would typically order at a restaurant? Like yeah, a restaurant, you go to a restaurant because you want to eat something that you don't would no, wouldn't normally something fancy, right? Yeah. This is going to sound really weird, 
but there are certain things I just don't typically order at a restaurant because it's it, it's usually hit or miss. Yeah. Like a, like prime rib. I almost never order it in a restaurant because mm-hmm. you either do it perfect or it's just eh, okay. If I you know if I'm going to uh, you know pay for something like that, then I want one that's going to be good. Like like Bernie's Dining yeah. Depot. I mean, you know right now they're not uh, they're selling it as far as I know because of the cost of it. <laughs> But the uh, the conductor's cut. Oh man, that's a that's a piece of beauty right there. I avoid tilapia at any cost. That's a good. Uh, that's a good. Be- because good point. do you ever see what tilapia do? They, yeah, they're gross. Yeah, they they like make pods in the bottom of the body of water where they live, and they kind of just like lay on the bottom of the surface in their little hole there. What, what is the, this? What are you talking? Tilapia. About? Fish. The, the fish. Type, type, they don't swim around. They just kind of lay in the in the mud at the bottom. I, okay, see this is where I'm confused. I always thought for years tilapia was like a mix of different like appetite, Mediterranean no, appetite. No, no, that's tapas. Tapas, that's yeah. what it is. Tilapia is a fish. It's yeah. a bottom feeding fish. Yep. It basically survives on the waste of other seafood. Oh, and it's yeah, and people say, "Oh, I love tilapia Ugh. because it's the kind of fish that doesn't taste so much like fish." Oh, like the salespeople at Barack 102. Yeah, yeah that's exactly. right. The bottom okay. feeders. Right. Listen, they, those are nice people. They live in craters at the bottom of the b- body of water. There, yeah. it's. Uh, so yeah, I wouldn't order tilapia either. Yeah, but that's the that's me. I don't know if that's my problem, but yet you, of the th- well. the things we've talked about. I love corned beef, and if you're having like a like a St. Patrick's Day party, mm-hmm. yeah. and you got the corned beef all laid out, yeah. I'm not leaving the table. So uh, my mom and dad used to cook. My mother was Irish. Right. And uh, my dad was just a, a German who happened to marry an Irish woman. And when you put those two people together, you get nothing but boiled crappy food. You know, <laughs> True. So every year for the corned beef, he, w- my dad would just take the brisket and throw it in a pot and boil the hell out of it. And then... You know, forty-five minutes later, you're eating tough corned beef, mm-hmm. right? And uh, it's not very flavorful at all. Now, as an adult, I learned how to cook, you know, for myself, and learned to make things so much better than what uh, previous generations have done before. Right. So now I do it in a crock pot or an instant pot or whatever, and uh, I use uh, Guinness. You take the you take the brisket. Yes. You don't wash it off. Don't use all the juice that's in that package and right. put it into. The, I know it's gross, but it's good. It's gonna add flavor. Gotcha. In there for a reason. And yep. then you put that little packet of peppercorns that they give you in there. Yeah. You put that in there, and then you take Guinness. You take a sixteen ounce can of Guinness yeah. and you pour it over the top, and then the rest of it you take. Just put water in there until it fills it, and then you take one thick slice of onion. Put it on the top. Yeah. Set it for about eight hours or so on low. Or yeah. if you're doing the instant pot, it'll be done in 45 minutes if you want to do it that way. But I prefer the slow cooked one all day long. Cabbage in there as well or not? No, no, no. See, afterwards, ah. then you take the brisket out. And if you're, you have to use a strainer because now the meat's falling apart, this is what you want. Then you take that juice. Yes. You take your pot of vegetables that you've already cut up, the mm-hmm. carrots, the potato, whatever you want in there, cabbage. Throw that juice into the water, mm-hmm. then fill more water up to cover the vegetables and boil the vegetables that way. You'll be having the uh, the vegetables in no time. Can I can I just say, and I don't want yeah. anyone to feel uncomfortable about this statement, Um I've never been more aroused by yeah. anything you ever said uh, in my life. It's and abs- right now I'm fully aroused. You know, I should make one here for you guys next week. 
Yes, I'll bring you in the should. instant pot. We can do it. We can do it. I can, I'll set it and forget it, like the Ron Co uh, rotisserie. Right, and uh, it's instant pot. It'll be done in forty five minutes. I, I love it, it, Chef Nagel. So what? T- to a week from tomorrow is St. Patrick's Day. Let's let's do it on the seventeenth. Oh uh, no, I can't do that that day. No, <laughs> I guess, no, no, we 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 can definitely yeah, we'll, we'll definitely do it. You want, but, you want uh, a few bucks for all the uh, yeah. the ingredients? Yes. Dave, give him a few bucks. <laughs> no, we'll just put it on the company credit card. They're spending money on this show like yes! crazy. We should. Dev- I'm going to Arnold's. Me, you know what I'm getting? I'm going to get four giant briskets at about a hundred dollars each. Nice. And I'm going to bring them in, and we're all going to split them up. We'll have one for the show, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. the rest of us can take the the other ones home. I love, I love the way this is yeah. working love out. It. I see. Yeah. This I is how it. you screw a company out of money. Now Dave. we're doing it. Yeah. Now we're doing it. Think. Like I think, but I like that. <laughs> but I want to know where around here. Where's the best restaurant that you have had that uh, that you can get corned beef at? And uh, what's that phone number again? Uh, phone number is two nine three one zero two one. Right. I almost forgot that because we haven't said it enough this week. <laughs> <laughs> it's seven nineteen with back Stephen Dave and Rock one zero two. Hey, it's Pat Kelly. Join me Monday afternoons at three twenty for what's the word on that T bird? Each week I'll pick a different player from the Springfield Thunderbirds and tell you all about. That's bad company with the golden pipes of Mr. Rogers himself. Not Aaron Bax, but Paul. Different Rogers. Different right. Rogers. It's back, Steve and Dave on Rock 102. Good morning. Going to be uh, mostly sunny today with a high of uh, 35, and then uh, could see a snow type event this afternoon. Mix of rain and snow, uh, maybe one to two inches possible, but it's all going to melt tomorrow because sunny and a high of 51. It's 30 right now in downtown Springfield. All right, listen, we're, we're, we're trying to find out some very important information. You can say whatever you want about the, what we should be talking about. Right <laughs> now, we're all thinking about corned beef and where to find it. 293 1021. Good morning. Who's this? from Vernon, Connecticut. Hey, how you hey. doing? I'm good. I love that corned beef. Yeah, I, look, we're starving. Where should we go? <laughs> <laughs> well, that I'm not sure. My help. I'm with him. You've got to cook your own. All right. Yeah, all right. We're coming over. Okay. Give us your address. No, don't give us your address. <laughs> we'll, we'll find you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Thank you. <laughs> You too. Two nine three one zero two one is the number. If you want to chime in. I can actually do without all the vegetables. I just want the salt. Uh, high blood pressure causing meat. Yeah, no, I'm kind of with you. I mean, yeah. I like cabbage. I like yeah. the carrots and stuff, but they're not necessary. Oh, I like it when there. It's when you smother it with enough mustard. It all tastes do, great. I do think. you cook, Dave? Do you cook very, like very, uh, very little? I think we covered this the other day. Yeah. I, I barbecue. I, barbecue. I'm, I'm good at the barbecue outdoors on the patio or whatever. That's my specialty. Can you, can you have a grill at that place you live at? Um. I don't know. No. It's a good question. We do have a call coming through. All right, let's uh, see what we got here. Uh, Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? No. Oh, oh, son of a. That's, that's too bad. This is why we don't take live calls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably for the best. It's uh, 728. We have news coming up next on and, Rock 102. And in the news, a horrible mishap aboard a Norwegian cruise line ocean liner. Stay tuned for the details. WAQI is looking for organizations that regularly distribute information about employment opportunities to job applicants or have job applicants to refer. If your organization would like to receive notification of job vacancies at our station, please mail your request to WAQI 45 Fisher Avenue, East Longmeadow, Massachusetts 01028 or email us at jobs at rock102.com. WAQI is an equal opportunity employer. The 99 Restaurant is the perfect place to enjoy fresh and local seafood. Visit today and try their new menu featuring the fresh North Atlantic sweet chili salmon or the return of a local favorite, the sweet potato crusted fresh haddock. The 99, always the real deal. 
How does a career sound building the toughest tools on earth? It sounds like Stanley Black & Decker and Lennox Tools. Lennox Tools in East Longmeadow is holding a special job fair on Wednesday, March 9th from 4 to 6.30 p.m. at their manufacturing headquarters on Chestnut Street in East Longmeadow. Stanley Black & Decker and Lennox Tools offer a sign-on bonus, competitive salary, and full benefits. Plus, there's on-the-job training with lots of room for advancement. Apply for the job fair today at stanleyblackanddecker.com careers. Walk-ins also welcome. Stanley Black & Decker is an equal opportunity employer. Are your home, your business too, quadroinsurance.com is for you. Well, the service is, is, is great because, number one, they're a mile away from us. They're all right here in town. We're not on a phone talking to somebody in Hartford or somewhere else. Everybody over there knows their business. It's very simple to just either drive over or pick up the phone and call. It's uh, very helpful. Quadroinsurance.com is for you. 730 with uh back steve and dave and rock 102 it's time for news and it's brought to you by yankee home improvement this month yankee home is offering 1400 hours off installation with no money down no payments and no interest for a full year for the yankeehomeimprovement.com and always use the keyword rock 102 it's time for news and here's dave coombs so quickly everyone wants to know about the gas prices and how that's being you know, impacted because of the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Well, Business Insider predicting the gas prices will likely hit an average of $5 per gallon nationwide. That's nationwide before prices start coming down here in Massachusetts. Prices jumping 62 cents a gallon last week alone, now up to an average in mass of 424 per gallon. That's a record high, according to AAA. My wife uh, texted a little while ago, and uh, she just filled up her uh, gas-guzzling SUV. Mm-hmm. $79. Oh, my God. For a quarter of a tank. Yes, but it's the gift that keeps on giving, bags. No, no, it's not really the gift that keeps on giving. You know, they should make some sort of incentive for us at the gas pump where... You know, incorporate some gambling, and instead of getting the readout of well, how much was it that she paid? What was it? 79. You know, maybe when you hit triple digits, you get three cherries, boom, 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 and you win something at the gas pump, like for one special customer. I'm just suggesting here. I don't know. It's just a brainstorm. Well, they used to have that uh, slot machine at Big Y, you know, when you scanned your Silver Savings Club card, mm-hmm. and then right. you could uh, try to win, like, gas points. Well, it was it was coins. It was the, it was the coins, and yeah. you, you can mow oh, the savings. And, and they've done they've done away with the coins, but uh, they've also uh, they have. I got I think it was twenty cents off, twenty five cents off a gallon, like randomly. It was like it was. Yo, oh, you're a random winner. Ooh, twenty five cents off a gallon. That's pretty good. What are you gonna, What are you gonna do with all that other money? Uh, well, I'm probably gonna put it into maintenance and repairs yeah. for the same vehicle. I was gonna say, uh, but. You're talking about high gas prices. Yeah. The airlines. Unbelievable with the ticket prices. I have a real problem with companies who get billions and billions of taxpayer dollars to bail their asses out during the pandemic, and then for them to have the nerve to turn around and go, oh, yeah, that $150 flight is now $600 because we got to cover the cost of the fuel. Right. Bull shiznit, my friend. Mm-hmm. Bull shiznit. Especially since if you waited like uh, three weeks, yeah. they're going to change the price on that on that flight anyway. 
Well, I think like ch- the, the, the fluctuation in these prices is ridiculous. I'm actually following it. I was trying to book a flight to uh, Hilton Head, mm-hmm. like Savannah, Georgia area. Beautiful, by the way. Yeah, it is a beautiful area down there. And uh, that's like my one of my favorite vacation spots mm-hmm. is to go down there. And, um, you know, I was like, do I want to drive 14 hours or do I want to fly? Uh, which would take about seven hours, <laughs> half the time. But at least you'd be there right? and you, you'd get a rental car. Between the price of the rental car, the rental cars. True. If you want a rental car for a week, eight hundred bucks. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. It's yeah. ridiculous. I mean, of course, it's spring break week, yep. so of course the prices are going to be higher anyway. Mm-hmm. But where where is the price gouging? When does that come into play? When does the FTC step in and say? Yeah, you know, you really shouldn't be doing that because you're kind of taking advantage of the customers that you that you're serving. Yeah, I don't I don't know what constitutes price gouging from, you know, an economic necessity. But, you know, sometimes it's hard to feel like anyone's looking after you, the customer. I mean, you know, yeah. You're talking about taking a flight to Hilton Head and the cost of it is going to be, you know, impossible. But even if you take your car, yeah. You're filling up your tank yeah. a couple of but, times along the way. True, but you are also you're also saving a lot more money than you would be if you flew. I mean, flying is the luxury way of doing it, regardless of whether or not you're flying Spirit Airlines or not. Right, flying is still the the, the way to be to be somewhere faster. But uh, I'll take the drive. Hey, you're, you're talking to a yeah. guy who used to drive from here to Milwaukee, you know, yeah. twice a year. Wow. I, mean, I, I get it. I mean, you save a lot of money by doing it, but you're also lose a lot of time in your vacation as a result of it. Yeah. Meantime, uh, gubernatorial candidates here in the state of Massachusetts are sort of having their own little war about gas prices. The Republican candidate, Chris Doughty, calling for Attorney General Maura Healey, who's the front runner on the Democratic side, he says that she's not taking a tough stand on the issue of gas prices at the pump, while Ms. Healey says, oh, no, no, I'm monitoring these gas prices and I'm calling for an official investigation about the price hike so we'll see where any of this goes that's just for clout yeah i think so meantime have you noticed the letter z has been spotted all over russia and ukraine as the invasion of that country continues have you noticed i have not no so apparently there are z stickers on the backs of cars and commercial vehicles in russia and big z's have also been painted a couple of feet high on the sides of thousands of tanks armored personnel carriers and other military vehicles mustering along the Russian border with Ukraine. The Russian defense ministry saying that the Z symbol came from the preposition in Russian za, the first word in the Russian phrase za pobedu, which means for victory in English. So in other words, this is just sort of a symbol in support of Russia's invasion of Ukraine. It's propaganda. Exactly right. Mm. Gotcha. It's very disturbing. The Z has been called a symbol for Russians who support the invasion of Ukraine with hate being the main message behind the usage of the letter Z. Or the people who feel like they have no choice Mm -hmm. but to support it because it's either you support it or you're gone. Well... It's ruining any word with a Z now, whether it's zoo or xylophone. Well, that's with an X, I guess. I don't know. I can't think of another Z word right now. Zima. Something different. (laughs)
Do they still serve that, by the way? Is that still available in stores? I don't know if they still yeah. serve it. They came out with it like, uh, I don't know, eight, nine years ago. It was yeah. like a rehash of the past kind of thing. And it, I don't think it lasted very long, as long as it did then. It's still the Pringles of alcoholic beverages. <laughs> well, yeah, I think it's called White Claw now. <laughs> well, the bottles were distinctive, though, with the fluted... You know, like the, yeah, the, yeah. You know, it was uh, it was the beginning of those malt liquor drinks, mm-hmm. which have now turned into these seltzers because nobody wants sugar, even though they don't realize that alcohol has plenty of sugar in it. Oh, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. It breaks down to sugar. Oh yeah. yeah. Hey, one day after lawyers followed that uh, filed that lawsuit against the state of Massachusetts because of the mold at the Ireland courthouse, mm-hmm. Nick Kochi has had enough. He said the Hampton County Sheriff saying yesterday, announcing he would no longer send inmates to the courthouse lockups in downtown Springfield because of the mold, citing public health and safety concerns. You know, he's got a point. Yep. If you're talking about all these people getting sick, and it's not just about the sheriff's department, it's about the court officers, it's about the judges, it's about the uh, paralegals, it's about anybody who works in that building is being exposed to deadly Deadly mold. As are and, we here at Rock 102, I might add, again. Well, well I'm sure that'll be taken care of <laughs> faster. Than, well, no, probably not. No, probably not. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, 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 I can see his point. Are they saying they're going to be moving to other, other places, or are they still doing the courthouse at the mall? All of those are still being considered, yeah. and nothing has been decided definitively yet. Why are they still? Were they still doing the, the trial court in the mall? I believe they were. Yeah, yeah. Well, Mr. Kochi, becoming the latest public official to refuse the usage of the 45-year-old Hampton County Courthouse, the State Committee for Public Counsel Services, whatever the hell that is, meanwhile saying it is weighing whether to recommend its staff of 30 attorneys would no longer enter the building as well. So well, when the, uh, uh, about a year ago, when uh, Anthony Galuni took his staff out and then you had other people take their staffs out, and Nick Kochi was in support of that before, uh, you know, the, the hope was that you would get everybody to say we're not going to work in this building. And then they, you know, <laughs> paint up the spots of mold, and mm-hmm. that's, uh, that's supposed to be enough. Well, I mean, and, I, and it, that's the thing. It's the shell game on the state's behalf yeah, saying hey I, no 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 what are you talking about we fixed this whole thing hey, come on back in here and i think the people who work there rightfully mm-hmm. say you know what if this is the best you're ever going to do we shouldn't even be in this building you know it's like nothing is satisfactory and i'm not saying that you know that the complaints are are, are unfounded i think they are founded but it just shows you that the state or the trial court uh, is just not really listening doesn't really care that much Hey, 7 a.m. this morning, which we have already passed by, University of Mass Amherst students no longer required to wear masks in indoor settings. Oh, my God. Take the masks off. Here we go. Get those keg stands up and let's suck some nitrous oxide down our lungs and get effed up, my friends. Look at me. Two 36-packs of Keystone Lights for all of us. Holy crap, Bobby just puked in the corner. Somebody get a photo of that and put it up on Snapchat. Take that back. We're going to need a shovel. Anybody got a Zima? Who's got Zima? I can do like 24 of those and not even get a buzz. Zimas? What kind of pie are you throwing? <laughs> well, 
The staff also no longer required to wear the masks in most indoor settings. Again, that happened at 7 a.m. this morning, so good luck at UMass Amherst. Hey, by the way, to go back, uh, someone just uh, uh, messaged me and said Mm -hmm. that the court at the mall is going to close because they just reached a settlement with uh, Cinemark to repair the cinemas to bring back the movies. Uh So if uh, if they're running anything, it ain't going to be for long because the movies are coming back. Yeah, I don't think the movies are coming back. Oh, they're coming back. Well, are they going to charge uh, more for the Batman Returns? Yes. You know? It'll be a surge pricing for the movies. Well, it's, uh, you know, uh, Anthony Galooney is our Harvey Dent. You know, it's, <laughs> <laughs> he's going to be the one to, to prosecute all these criminals, well, and he's going to do it in a movie theater, and he's going to charge $20 a ticket well, for you to see a trial. Hopefully he doesn't lose half his face in the process. No, I, no, I don't think he I would. don't think. Not that beautiful face of his. And finally, a female cruise ship passenger left high but not dry after getting trapped on the main attraction on the Norwegian Cruise Line's Ocean Loops ride. What's that? It's one of those like a water slides that goes out over the ocean and mm-hmm. comes back over the ship and yeah. she got stuck in the middle of the tube. Was it's it hanging a, over the ocean? Yep. All right. And so I think maybe she ate a little too much at the buffet aboard the oh, cruise let's ship. Not, just wait, saying wait a was let's she a large just... woman or was she just Yes. They, the pictures, by the way, have gone viral. Fifteen million views on TikTok. With the title, When the Looping Slide Fails. You know, I mean, it's also possible that, you know, she might not have been that heavy and just got wedged because, you know, you know when, you, when you're going down that fast, I mean, you could be spinning around and just get caught up in there like a, like a hairball in a, in, a, in, a, in a drain pipe. Like a cat. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Ah, did it spit her out, too, eventually? How did she get out? Yeah, it, apparently she had to climb back up the slide. To get out. Oh, my God. Well, I mean, she's, if she's physically she, fit to yep. climb her way back up, then she should have been uh, going all the way down. Push your way through to the other way. Or just send, send somebody else bigger down the slide behind her and, like... Yeah, like sh- like ja- like a like you're stuffing a cannon. Yeah, I would like a, like a big giant plunger at the at the opening. Yeah, or like croquet. You just get a mallet and that's like, it. Just poke it through. <laughs> Little Drano. Pour that down there. Who knows? Well, Drano would always work. Yeah, I'll burn your eyes and your, <laughs> yeah, your flesh. But, uh, yeah. okay. The Ocean Loop Slide, by the way, it's a closed tube, double loop ride that sends the sliders plummeting from the top deck of the cruise ship and then shooting out over the sea before curving back to base like a watery roller coaster. I've never been a water park fan. Like, I, there's something about uh, like thousands of people swimming around in their own <clears throat> urine. Yeah, I know. Uh, it's a giant toilet. And uh, you know, wave pools, things like that. Not mm-hmm. my cup of tea. I I will watch my kids do that all day long, but there ain't no way that I'm getting in one of those tubes. For that very reason, mm-hmm. I could get stuck. You know, kind of like Augustus Gloop in the chocolate pipe. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's chocolate! Chocolate! Oh. No, don't, boy, don't drink from there. Oh, it's so good. I'm hungry. <laughs> All of a sudden, the Oompa Loompas are coming out in the water park to kind of pull you through. All right. Hey, water park nightmares, 293-1021 if you want to chime in. As for the weather here today, 
Highs in the height. Nightmares. Look at you. Look at you. Listen. <laughs> listen, listen. I get it. We got to do the phone. We got to make everybody happy in the upstairs building in that place out in Michigan out there. Right. But you, you kind of just like turn this into this, oh my God, water park nightmares on Rock 102. I just, I was reading, I turned on the MSN homepage this yeah. morning yep. and there's this big mushroom cloud in the sky going, how would you handle a nuclear attack? And I'm like, we'd be dead. What's the difference? Why are you making, why are you inciting fear? I'm, I'm playing the Keith Morrison of the show. Yeah. Here. Love oh, it when yeah. he gets on well, a Well, he went to Six Flags New England to the water park, but did he come back? Why not? Yeah. <laughs> Weather highs in the high 30s today with about an inch of snow coming later on in the day. Coming up next... Aside from phone calls with nightmares from water parks, and they're lining up right now. Dangerous radio host, your way next on Rock 102. We've got Now Hear This, and in that segment, James Corden will teach us a new word, and we've got the audio from the basketball fight in the stands at the Bryant-Wagner game from last night. Very entertaining, all coming up on Rock 102. I'm here with Scott from Aquapump, and Scott, I consider myself somewhat of a water expert myself. Oh, really, Steve? Yeah, yeah, this doohickey makes the water go whoosh. Steve, it's okay to say that you don't know what you're doing. I don't know what I'm doing. Well, that's where we step in, because we do know what we're doing, and we're the experts that can help you. Aquapump is an expert on all water supply systems. They install, service, and repair well pumps and tanks for all wells and carry a complete line of submersible and jet pumps, water filters, and supplies. Call the pros. Do it once. Do it right. Find out more aquapump.com located in stafford connecticut 51 and acdc and rock 102 uh 30 in downtown springfield so we're talking about uh, nightmares that have occurred at uh, water parks and things like that number mm-hmm. is 293-1021 rock 102 good morning who's this this is carly hey carly hi so my water park nightmare was i took my um face to like a wave pool an indoor water park mm-hmm. yes. and there is a giant dump <laughs> floating floating by and they had to shut it down and come and scoop it out and then nobody was allowed in for a couple of hours like bill murray in the hazmat suit and caddyshack i I like how they think a couple of hours is going to clean an entire (laughs) waste filled pool what's what's worse a single duty floating in the pool or the 300 people that were in there urinating all inside of it and it was like big it had like Oh, all right. Okay. We don't need that. <laughs> you want you, you want to say where this was? No. <laughs> no, I don't know if I can. No, I can't. All right. I can't. Does it rhyme with you know, fix it? Ah. All right. Thanks, Carly. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. 293-1021 is the number. If you want to chime in, we still have time for that. All right. Uh, but uh, right now... Now hear this. Now hear this. Do you truly hear what I'm saying? Sound off like you got a pair. Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? Now hear this on Rock 102 with back Steve and Dave in the morning. Clip number one comes from James Corden on his late night show last night. Uh, Have you had the sense lately that, that the items you buy at the grocery store are smaller than they used to be, if you experienced this well, if you have, you're right, there's a name for this, it's shrinkflation. Yeah, it's true, during times of inflation, some companies shrink the size of their products instead of raising prices. Shrinkflation is a real thing. Never heard that. 
So Charmin is an example. They're trimming their toilet rolls now because of inflation. Their 18-count mega rolls now featuring 244 two-ply sheets instead of 264 double-ply sheets. Some people immediately heading out, of course, and panic buying toilet paper again because of what's going on in the world. Listen, don't do that. Don't, that's what causes shortages, is by you panic buying stuff that's available anytime. And if, you, if you're taught, how much of an increase or difference in price would it be? No, I mean, the, if, the you're, price, if you're, the, the price isn't different. They're right. still charging the same amount, but for less product. But how much less product are you getting? Well, in this like case, a, like a percentage wise, yeah, you know? I, I'm, I'm horrible at math. Okay. I don't know. But either way, I mean, stop doing this. You don't need to hoard all the toilet paper. It's a stupid thing yeah. to do. Besides, we all want our own toilet paper. Don't uh, don't don't deny somebody else the right to have some it, nice soft charmin. And they did this years ago when we went through the 2008 thing, where all of a sudden half gallons of ice cream no longer existed. They're like 1.5 quarts, and they're mm-hmm. still charging the same amount of money they were for the half gallon. And I don't believe they ever went back to it. No, they did not. Little well, rat unless, you're, unless you sh- shop at Publix. Publix, and I don't. We don't have a Publix around You're here, not. but they, they have the half gallons of ice cream. Shrinkflation, though. It's a real thing. There Sh- you go. Shrinkflation. Cut number two from the Bryant-Wagner basketball game last night, where Bryant won its very first trip to the big dance in the NCAA tournament, but then a fight broke out. Here are the announcers. We've got a fight that's broken out up in the student section. There goes another object. And again, it appears to me that the fans who have come from Staten Island are the ones who have been removed from that section. And they- we don't know exactly what's being set up there, but you've got people throwing drinks on each other, throwing Gatorade bottles at each other, and punches being thrown. You've got female students, and then one thing leads to another, and it's just mayhem. Yep, that's what happened last night in Rhode Island, yeah. by the way. When I was a college student that in going to a Division One school, that's what we did every single game that was uh, that was not just a one-time done and done deal well i noticed how they singled out the people from staten island which is where wagner is located right they were there to support their team on the road in smithfield rhode island against bryant last night there you go so uh you know look congratulations to bryant the the wagner fans from staten island were all escorted out of the building and then they were able to finish the game good so a happy ending so to speak right very good very happy Coming up next in your sports, all the details on the Major League Baseball strike and what's going to happen and if we're going to have baseball at all. Stay tuned. Details straight ahead on Rock 102. We also got uh, comedian Marty Caproni coming up next hour as well on Rock 102. Live in concert. The following takes place between 8 a.m. And 9 a.m. Just about 8 a.m. And we're going to have a little snow today. Just a trace, depending on where you are. Highs in the high 30s for today. And the weather is brought to you by Adam Quenneville Roofing. Roofing, siding, roof shampoo, and more. Log on to 1-800-NEWROOF.NET today. Here's your 102-second sports. Starting with college basketball, where we played you the clip and now hear this of the fight that broke out at the Bryant-Wagner game last night. That game ended with a victory for Bryant, 70-43, to and got them into the NCAA D1 tournament for the very first time thanks to the nation's leading scorer for Bryant, Peter Kiss, who had 34 points in that game. 
Meantime, the BC Eagles beat Pitt yesterday, 66-46. That keeps the Eagles' slim hopes alive for an NCAA tournament bid. The 12-19 and BC team would have to run the table and win the Big East tournament in order to get to the big dance. In the NBA, the Celtics at Charlotte tonight against the Hornets. You can catch it on our sister station, Laser 98.5, at 7 o'clock. Hockey, Springfield Thunderbirds on the road for a two-game weekend set beginning Friday against the Charlotte Checkers. Don't forget, tomorrow it's a Thunderbird Thursday here on Rock 102 with defenseman Tommy Cross joining us on the phone and your shot to win tickets to an upcoming game. In football... The Patriots will probably lose one of their top defensive performers from last year. Cornerback J.C. Jackson will be too expensive on the free agent market, and the Pats probably won't put up a fight to retain his services. Meantime, Russell Wilson in the spotlight yesterday. Seattle's quarterback was traded to the Denver Broncos, and another quarterback whose name I I just I, I cannot think of right now. Say it with pleasure. <laughs> Max will cover that next. Coming up in his view from the couch on Rock 102. Stick with us for that. Still struggling with how Max's view from the couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your neighborhood paint store. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, if I were a half-rate NFL quarterback on a mediocre football team and my once-promising career was floundering in a vast wasteland of disappointment and unfulfilled potential, and I were heading into the final year of my contract, then Tuesday, March 8th, would probably have been the greatest day of my life. As you may know, yesterday Aaron Rodgers of the Green Bay Packers agreed to the highest-paying contract in football history, an alleged four-year extension worth a reported $200 million. Now, as a former owner of the Green Bay Packers with one non-dividend-paying share of Green Bay Packers stock, I must tell you, that's a crap load of money. But if I'm a half-rate starting quarterback looking at my own free agent prospects, I'd be busy writing Aaron Rodgers a thank-you note because that new contract just ramped up the asking price not just for the league's elite quarterbacks, but it also resets the market value for even the crappy ones. And if I were one of those guys, I'd be sending that guy a freaking gift basket every single week. So what does a four-year, $200 million contract extension actually look like up close? I have no idea. All I can tell you is if you're an average if your average of $50 million a year uh, spread out over a 52-week uh, pe- uh, period, then Aaron Rodgers should be getting a weekly paycheck of $961,538.46 a week, not counting deductions or other withholding. And based upon a 40-hour work week, that works out to an hourly wage of $24,038.46. Suddenly, that Target application you picked up at the Holyoke Mall for 24 bucks an hour doesn't seem so great after all. Now, I know that's a lot of money for a guy who can barely get past the 49ers in the divisional round of the playoffs, but even at 38 years old, he's still the most dangerous man in the field because he's talented, rich, and unvaccinated. The dude's a $200 million triple threat, and for my money, of which I have none, he's worth every single penny. But hey, and if I'm I yapping, sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. You're going to invest a whole lot of time and money into a painting project. You should do yourself a favor get a little guidance. Go to Rocky's. They'll be with you every step of the way, from planning to picking out the paint to the party you'll throw to show the whole thing off to all your friends. Good people, paint people, and rock-solid service at every Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm Bax. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 810. 
and Ozzy. We're back, Steve and Dave on Rock 102. And a little snow maybe later today, but not much. Highs in the high 30s. You know, I didn't think it was possible to fit one more uh, gigantic ego into this room, but uh, <laughs> apparently <laughs> we have one. Our very good friend, uh, comedian Marty Caproni. Good morning, Marty. Good morning, Steve. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Good. All four of us in one room. This yeah. is good. Steve's mm-hmm. usually in a closet behind me, so I, I, usually, <laughs> I feel like you're COVID well, just I'm, waiting back there waiting for me. I'm moving up, my friend. Yeah, he's yeah. finally out of the closet. Yeah. Dave, nice to meet you as nice well. Nice to meet you. This is uh, this is interesting now. This is a whole new dynamic right oh, yeah. now with all four it's, of us. It's all brand spanky new. Uh, by the way, I uh, saw the picture you posted of uh, you uh, at uh, Patriot Place. Oh, big fat Marty Caproni head right over uh, Giant. Route One. Like man, that's uh, that's pretty cool. My apologies to all the people who had to see my giant mug and uh, and big screen uh, LCD. Um, but uh, yeah, it was good. Everyone, it's amazing on what you can do with Photoshop these days. Well, it? Yeah. yeah, it was hard for me to get out there and tape it all up. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, you playing? I'm like, no, no, I'm just. But literally, I mean, we have bigger heads than you. I mean, my head I mean, is gigantic. Backs. I mean, look at us. What are you I talking know? about? Yeah. My head is perfectly sized <laughs> this this had i mean i know it doesn't seem but if i turn to the side you gotta look i went to lids once to get a, a fitted baseball cap you know yeah and they were like sorry we don't have anything in the house i'll have to special order it yeah <laughs> you gotta then, go to a special website and then for, for my that. glasses i couldn't find glasses that would fit my giant head and the lady she was like well we have they make special glasses for bigger heads and i was like oh cool what what brand i'll look them up online and she got real quiet and she's like Fathead. It's called Fathead. <laughs> I was like, thanks. Thanks, lady. Thanks for the encouragement. Yeah, yeah. I'm kidding. But, you, get, you, but you are, I mean, your calendar is, uh, is is jammed up, and you're headlining some really cool venues, like uh, Mohegan coming up. Yeah, I got Mohegan Sun coming up in August, which is good. Um, I was just uh, saying before to Steve, but I um, I just got uh, headline weekend. Uh, my manager called me yesterday for uh, Governors in Long Island. So uh, June 3rd and 4th, I'll be there. Um, and, of course, I'm still doing the uh, the other great gigs. You know, in April, I'm back at the campground in Stafford Springs. So, <laughs> you know, just enough to keep you humble. Uh, you know, you, you think you're making progress in the in the career, and then every once in a while you get one of those gigs where you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, no, no things aren't going as, as well as I thought. Well, yeah, the, fun, the funny part about it is, you know, people look at, like, the, the big-name rooms and say, oh, that's really, really cool. But it's actually the smaller, dumpier, crappy rooms that are always an interesting story. Yeah, I mean, it's actually I, – I, I shouldn't I – shouldn't, uh, slag it it's a really cool place it's called four seasons and um the one in stafford i just like doing it because the people that come there they don't have any entertainment if you live in stafford springs you don't have any entertainment like there's no options so i can go there <laughs> what are you talking about what yeah. about the uh, the orpheum or isn't that anywhere near no, i don't think it's anywhere near that the orpheum <laughs> that sounds that sounds too big to be in stafford that sounds too impressive to be in stafford the dwarfium then yeah there you go. <laughs> Dwar- very, look at you look yeah. at you oh, I, still I still got those comedy yeah. chops yeah. there marty you guys got a whole new vibe going there. this is a this is an interesting thing with uh, three people that it feels like a real uh, legit uh, radio. You rebranded now, right? You guys are back, Steve and Dave. Yeah, yeah. took Make, photographs yesterday. Well, yeah. well, did you guys do glamour shots? Or oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah we did the, the whole thing. Yeah. We did some coquettish peekaboos too, yeah. just to be <laughs> just to be interesting. I just I, I I find it weird that the you kept yours, but then they just go by Steve and Dave like uh, like it's interchangeable or something like that. You know? Like, yeah. Well, n- nobody knows me by my real first name That's so true. yeah what's the what's the point of it'd it? be even worse it was just like mike St- mike yeah. steve and dave it just sounds like three dudes That's you work true. with you know but uh, nobody nobody knows nagel either nobody would recognize that everyone name knows said that. of course steve not nagel. everyone course loves not. you steve 
Everyone loves you. I don't know why, but everyone loves you. Do you uh, <laughs> do you talk to yourself, by the way, when you practice your stuff? Because I, no. I, I find that I talk to myself sometimes to practice what we're going to do on the radio. Do you have a special room at home? Do you yeah. do that kind of thing or listen, not? Dave, I listen, to this, I listen to I've listened to this station for 20 years, and I listen every morning. I'm going to tell you, it does not surprise me you talk to yourself. <laughs> I don't know when you don't talk. <laughs> Poor Bax was cutting to a break on my way in, and, and uh, you were like, and one last thing, uh, Norwegian Cruise Line has it. <laughs> this has become in like a skit, like a z- z- Z in the morning, uh, back Steve in the spoon or whatever. They, you remember they always gave like the last one was always a nutty, like uh, yeah, I got boy. none. I got no stupid name. That was my big mistake in no. radio. I didn't yeah. come up with a stupid name well, years ago. You know, you know that's the worst though. If you can imagine somewhere out there in some market like Ithaca, New York, or something, some guys walking around like. The Spoon, what's up, buddy? What's up? He lost his radio gig three, you know, three decades ago for a DUI, yeah. and now you know people know him by that name. I no, I don't. To answer your question, I don't uh, talk to myself or do it in the mirror or anything like that. Hmm. I do. Uh, the only time I do talk to myself is if I'm driving to a gig and I have a bit idea. I put on my voice notes, mm-hmm. and then I and then I talk into the voice notes, and then I get to the gig and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to try that new thing, and I open it up. And uh, the voice notes, I don't know if you have an iPhone, they yeah. don't work very good. So <laughs> yeah. you're trying to read and you're like, a dolphin? What? It's like uh, <laughs> none of this, none of this stuff comes over right. And then you're just like, I don't even know what the idea was anymore. So that's yeah. that's the danger of the voice texting. Is that, is that what you do? You're doing the voice yeah, memo I, or you're doing the voice text? I put the voice memo on and yeah. then I talk into the voice memo yeah. and then I get there and it doesn't look like anything that I said. It looks like I had a stroke halfway through <laughs> saying whatever my idea was well, and then I have to decipher. Well, you, know, you hear a story like songwriters kind of do the same thing. Like they'll wake up in the middle of the night, come up with a great idea. They'll write it down. They'll go back to sleep. They'll wake up the next morning and it's nothing but gibberish. Yeah. The, well, and I, I say this uh, with, with uh, all due respect to my fellow comedians. I could never compare what we do to songwriting. Uh, those guys have actual talent. You know what I mean? It doesn't take a, a lot to sit around and come up with 12 ways to talk about my wiener in the shower. You know what I mean? 12? <laughs> only yeah, 12? Only, yeah. It does take talent. Because I can shower. only come up with three. Short, short wiener. No, uh, I, uh, no, I just, when I, when I, uh, when I do that, you know, um, I, I try to, uh, I try to separate. It's, it's, there's a big difference. Nobody has ever come up to me and been like, you know, my favorite thing is that bit you do uh, about the banana. Could you uh, could you sing that to me three or four more times? You know, <laughs> in comedy, you, you you say your joke and then everyone's heard it, and then the next time you go back, if you say the same joke again, you hear about it. But you know? I loved when you opened up for the spoon that one time. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you that go. was great. <laughs> but you know, and, and I've only I've obviously seen you less and less over the last few years, especially with the pandemic and sure. everything. But I've noticed every time you take a set, you do have some familiar jokes in there, but you're always adding and writing new material, and I'm always impressed by that because I'm the kind of guy that needs to just, like, polish the 10 minutes to get it down. <laughs> to have it. It's just to remember it because that's how I do, you know, timing and punchlines and things like that, where you seem to be able to just kind of go off the cuff, and you can have fun with the audience, too. I've seen well, you do that many times. Well, that's a lack of effort on your part, Steve. Uh, <laughs> well, it is a lack of effort. Anyone can write 10 minutes of jokes. You're yeah. funny enough, too. No, I. Uh, you know what it is? Um, in comedy, like the, the guys who I look up to, you know, the, yeah. the, the, the bigger names, those guys, they build an hour for like a year and a half, two years. Then they record the hour. They call it burning the hour, and then they never use it again. Yeah. Now, I'm not talented enough to record an album yet. I'm just getting to a point where maybe I might want to record one. Um, but after 
what I realized was that process is what I needed to do to get better. So I would build, I would build an hour and almost in my head, pretend that I recorded it and dump it all on a certain date. And then I would just start building a new hour. And then what happens is you have all that material, you know, in your Mm. head and no one else has really heard it. So you can still cycle in stuff if you want to, you know, push in and push out and everything else. It was pretty cool. And there, and then there are some guys that just, you know, they're, they're like prolific joke writers. They just, produce like one hour after like a bob marley would be a perfectly good example i've ne- never seen him do the same show bob marley in the same way yeah bob marley has someone told me this the other day like like 19 hours of material wow. or 19 specials or something like that but he's <laughs> Jesus. He, that that guy is like a that that's a phenom guy you know yeah. what i mean that's a guy that if he's not a household name across the country i don't know what's you know what i i can't understand i have no hope you know what i mean yeah but that's his choice though i mean he stays in maine he only works when he damn well feels like it yep. and he's still and he still fashions himself a pretty good career with well, it. i would i would say better than a good career somebody told me uh you know what he made just selling his merchandise at rest stops along the highway in maine and it was more money than i've ever made in my entire life as uh, unbelievable probably doing comedy well you mentioned big names like who do you follow we're gonna have by the way, we're going to have uh, Louis Black and Frank Caliendo on the show in the next few days, which you know, is cool. You know, way to, way to, way to bring me to, back down to earth. <laughs> yeah, way, way to kick that, a guy when he's know? down for crying yeah. out loud. No, yeah. but you he's mentioned who Stafford you, Springs. You, you mentioned who you like, <laughs> yeah. who you look up to, but you didn't, you didn't mention names. No, like, I know. I'm just, I'm, yeah, no, I know. I'm just teasing. <laughs> Just, um, yeah, those guys, those those are guys who have a, a career that, uh, you know, I could dream of. But, um, yeah, I... Uh, I, I look up to a lot of guys, you know. I, I, I watch, I watch, I, I don't watch too much comedy now, too, because you don't want to sound like somebody once you find your That's own good voice. Point. Yeah. But, um, you know, I'll watch, like, if Burr puts out a new special, mm-hmm. if Chappelle puts out a new special. Carrot Top. Uh, <laughs> yeah, everyone bags on, on Carrot Top. I love the guy. I, I love the guy. He's he's a funny, he's a funny dude. I mean, it's is it my cup of tea? No, I mean, I'm too lazy. I couldn't, I can't even carry merch to a show in a backpack, so how am I going to take seven <laughs> footlockers well, to plus do my he's, hour? Plus, he's ripped and steroided up anyway, isn't he, ca- he that guy? He was. Yeah. Uh, he, he I guess he's lost, like, 70 pounds or something like that. He, But I guess what he said was he was just in the gym all day he mm-hmm. had a uh a residency out in vegas he makes like some ungodly number like 20 million a year or something so he had nothing to do all day so all he did was go into the gym and then one day someone pointed out to him that he looked like a freak of nature yeah. and uh, he started losing weight <laughs> that's why i stopped like peter griffin on the family guy told go. joe piscopo okay joe only use these weights in your downtime <laughs> <laughs> Piscopo is another one, right? Yeah. That guy got so ripped that then it wasn't yep. funny. You know yeah, what I mean? There's right. something to be said. When I get like uh, uh, thinner, like I go up and down, you see me like an accordion, like I gain weight, lose weight. Yep. When I get thinner, it's harder for me on stage. And when I'm fatter, for some reason, everyone's just like, hey, they love they love to laugh at a fat oh, guy. Oh, people love a fat guy. Yeah. I, I know that very well. Like, people <laughs> love yeah. making fun well, of pl- me. Plus, if you get thinner, it makes your head look even bigger, well, I suppose, right? Uh, my, it looks like a bobblehead when I lose a lot of weight. <laughs> I, I can't, I don't even have the muscle tone to keep it up in my neck. I just, my, my head flops over to one side, you know. Marty Caproni's in the studio. Can hang out for a while? Yeah, I'd be happy to. Very sure. good. It's 821 with back Steve and Dave and Rock 102. GGE. Rock 102 with back Steve and Dave. And I always am confused. Was it John Cougar or John Cougar Mellencamp or John Mellencamp? Uh, that one, that I, I got it as uh, John Mellencamp, okay, but right. it's okay. It's okay. I don't know. It's the same damn song we play every morning. So what's the difference? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I think by now everyone knows who we're talking about. Comedian Marty Caproni is in the studio. Hey, uh, I think it's uh, it's tomorrow. You're at uh, Uncle Vinny's Comedy Club in Point Pleasant, New Jersey. I am. I'm uh, I'm there tomorrow. I'm actually meeting uh, one of our old friends, John Moses, at uh, Oh John Red Moses, Bank, New Jersey, in the morning yeah. for coffee. Um, uh, and then I'm in. Uh, I'm in Point Pleasant, New Jersey, at Uncle Vinny's Comedy Club, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, with Vic uh, DiBattetto. So the last time I was there, um, I wasn't uh, with Vic. I was opening for, um, I opened for an Amish guy, Raymond the Amish comic. <laughs> Seriously, uh, that's his title? 100%. 100% yeah. uh, I'm standing there on the sidewalk before the show, waiting for the comedian to roll up so you can talk to him right? before the show. And uh Clip clop clip clop clip clop. Here comes this guy, <laughs> straight out of Pennsylvania with an Amish uh, thing on, and That's I was great. like, I don't even know what to say to this guy. And then I'm like, Do I have to work clean? You know, so I start to work clean for my for my set, and then yep. uh, and then he gets up as an Amish guy, and the first thing he does is scream the f word, and I'm like, Oh, <laughs> I get what your act is. I see. I was, see how this goes. It's what, uh, was it Ezekiel Cougar Mellencamp or was it just Jebediah Mellencamp? <laughs> And and then uh, and they were like, hey, uh, don't worry. The second night's a, a different act. I was like, well, I like Ray. He's he's a nice guy. And then they're like, so this, this is second night's a guy who's uh, puppets. So I opened wow. for uh, yeah, puppet act. And uh, the first puppet that came out uh, pulled out it was a black puppet, uh, which this guy who was white proceeded to do. I don't know, a good thirty-five to forty minutes of racial material with a black puppet. <laughs> nice. So I was like, I was like, this isn't going to be awkward at all. Yeah. Uh, and of course, the puppet gets blamed. Right? The, oh, yeah, absolutely. Right. One of the greatest stories in comedy ever is Otto and George, if you remember Otto and George. <laughs> and yep. uh, I forget which one's which. Everyone does. And I I mean, think, I think it was Otto. It was, I, and he died. And George the Puppet's still alive somewhere living in Florida. <laughs> but, uh, but he had a story where he went out and he, uh, he started getting into it with a guy um, at the show as the puppet. And the guy was getting drunker and drunker and screaming at the puppet, and he was telling him to shut up and everything. And at the end of the show, the guy waited in line to take a picture, and when he got up to the puppet, he started yelling at the puppet, and this guy <laughs> kept doing the puppet back to him. And then the guy pulled out a knife and stabbed the puppet, which was actually uh, Otto's arm. So he stabbed him in the arm, so wow. the puppet was bleeding in real life. And then he said it was the most, uh, it was like an Oscar-winning act to, to pretend that he was still the puppet because he didn't want to get stabbed. He's like, I got stabbed in the arm, and he's like, I'm still going, oh, God, <laughs> as the puppet. <laughs> Comedian Marty Caproni, it's 8.30, news is next to Rock 102. 8.32. We're back, Stephen Dangle. <laughs> Next, Steve and Dave on Rock 102. I've done that now four times uh, in the last five days. Uh, yeah. Just time, call me the spoon. That's Steve the spoon. <laughs> Damn it. It's time for news, and it's brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. Well, we've been talking a lot about those safe corridors that Russia has set up so that folks from the Ukraine can get across the border. Another safe corridor failure yesterday in the beleaguered port city in Ukraine, where an attempt to evacuate civilians and bring in food, water, and medicine fell apart as Ukrainian officials said Russian forces fired on the convoy trying to make it through the safe corridor. So once again, these safe corridors ain't so safe. We had a safe corridor here. It was called the I-93 Tunnel, mm -hmm. and a uh, <laughs> tile fell off and killed somebody as they were driving through it. So again, it's that's, very that's much not a like... a safe corridor there no, either. No, no. Is this wrong to say, but I don't know why anyone would trust uh, any of those Russians. You know, with that accent, it's terrifying. <laughs> Come on, just no, take I... it. You can walk. It's fine. It's, you know <laughs> you know what they're going to do. Yeah, I mean, the last Russian that you could put all of your trust in was probably Yakov Smirnov. That was probably it. <laughs> great guy. Great comic.
Have you worked with him before? Or uh, he showed up when I was in Naples, Florida. He showed up the night before. I was so bummed that I missed him. I thought he was dead. Yeah. So you know. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I thought he was dead too. You know the safe corner thing reminds me. Of? It reminds me of when you were a kid and you signed the contract for life. Do you remember that with your parents? The mad contract. Where, yeah, where you yeah, were like, right. if I call you from a party, you can yeah. ask no yeah, questions. Right. You're like, this seems safe. And then the first time you do it, you just <laughs> your dad's beating you all the way across the front lawn. <laughs> You're like, this didn't work out the safe way I thought it was. I, I filled that out, but I would never call home because I knew another drunk is just gonna come pick me up. What <laughs> time? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, comedian Marty Caproni is with us, and uh, gas prices continuing to surge. And I know you're traveling all over in your car to gigs. Probably, how's that going for uh, you? Right I was, now? Well, I'm glad you brought it up, Dave. Things are good. It's not a sensitive subject at all. It just cost me, just cost me seventy five dollars to gas up so I can drive to New Jersey after this. Yeah, no, it's great, it's super. I uh, the only thing I say is every day I'm at the pump and I try to. I, first of all, two things. I'm really annoyed with people who keep posting pictures of the gas prices and put on your face. <laughs> Like yes. it's a snowstorm. Yep. Like, stop doing that. And the wordle things that yep. people are posting, and, and, too, by the and way. And people don't have to keep walking around mentioning it to everybody. No, nothing against you, Dave, at all. But uh, people don't have to mention it all the time. We all know what we're doing with it, you know? Yep. I'm just happy I'm not Ukrainian. I don't have to worry about a tank shooting a shell into my living room while I'm there. So, you know what? I'll pay the extra dollar for gas. Well, Business Insider predicting that gas prices could hit an average of $5 a gallon nationally before prices start coming down. Here in Massachusetts, four twenty-four. The average for a gallon of gas, that's a record high, according to AAA. What a bargain. Yeah. Huh? Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, by the way, gas prices in New Jersey always notoriously low. So oh, you'll yeah, be, yeah, yeah, you're going to be fine. I mean, that's why they don't let you pump your own gas in New Jersey is because they don't want you to see what the what the meter what the meter says until the guy presents you But they're with your changing bill. that now. What what do you mean? The the pumping your own in New Jersey. It's going to become they're going to change that law. I don't even know if you're a real person. I feel like you're Wikipedia <laughs> in the body of a of a man. Oh. Like, how do you even know that? Where does that even come from? White socks like Cliff Clavin. <laughs> oh, my God. Right there. Oh, my God. It's a great reference that no one is going to get. Cliff Clavin <laughs> from Cheers yes. for all the kids listening at home 38 years ago. <laughs> Just um, time warped back. Are we going to have Ted dancing on after the break? <laughs> I actually wrote trivia questions for Dixie Cups years ago. They used to have trivia questions on the Dixie bathroom cups. I wrote them. So wait, that, wait. They had trivia, like yep. like the Snapple caps. Yes, yeah, yes. But that's on, a job. Uh, but on the Dixie cups, and I wrote them. I, you know what? Listen, if this radio thing doesn't work out, <laughs> you know, you can always go back to writing random <laughs> trivia things. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure Dixie would take your calls. <laughs> this is how much of a dumb American I am, though, because I went to uh, Toronto years ago. And you go and you you drive across the border and you're like, wow, gas is only a dollar eighty a gallon here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And you realize it's the by con- the liter, not by the gallon. <laughs> yeah. So here's an interesting story. Lifehacker put together a list of terrible infomercial products that still sold millions. I don't even know some of these. The extractor. Anyone? Bueller? What, what does the, that do? I don't know. I know what the extractor is. Yeah. What's that? <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, it's a it's a device that you hard boil an egg. And then you uh, and then you slam down on it, and the shell comes off, and huh. the egg is there. It's an egg peeler, or it could also be something to do with fertility. I'm not sure say, either I, way, but uh, I thought it was the Plan B pill. <laughs> the <extra>. uh, <laughs> Terrible infomercial, by the way. Terrible, really sad. A lot of sad music. Uh, another item: the the city kitty. Anyone? The city kitty? No, I got nothing. I don't know. I, I'd be afraid of mispronouncing that one. <laughs> the uh, the head on. 
I mean, the head on. Yeah, this might have been more helpful if you knew what the products were. Yeah. That you could describe them to us. I don't know what any. Just of the title. I'm I mean, just seeing if anyone knows yeah. them from the titles here. City I, I, Kitty and Head On sound like titles to something that aren't infomercials. Yeah. Just right. you know. Well, here's one we all know: the Shake Weight. Shake Weight. I've seen. Make you look like you're having fun with yourself mm-hmm. every time you'd use it. The Vibro Belt. And Miss Cleo's Psychic Hotline, some of the list of terrible infomercial products that made millions because people bought bought into these things, apparently. I feel like you're just trying to lure me into a fine, <laughs> and I'm not biting. <laughs> well, the good news is you won't be the one getting yeah. fined. You'll be just fine making your $75 for the night that you can put right back into your gas tank. Right? They can't get blood from a stone, baby. They're going to get two know. orders of chicken tenders. That's, a, that's what I have to my name. <laughs> So this is an interesting one. A couple has gone viral on Reddit because they've explained their situation. So apparently they each make 175,000 a year. This couple each pulls in 175 grand a year, but they want to have a baby. And they've kept their finances separate. So the woman wants the guy to pay her to have a kid. 50 grand for what she's saying would be lost salary for the first six months and another fifty grand if she ends up taking the whole year off. What do we think about that? I believe that's called a hua. <laughs> <laughs> what are we running a brothel here now? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> kind of rental are you paying for uh, the amount of money you'll be spending for that kid for the rest of your life fifty thousand dollars is like chump change for they make three hundred fifty thousand dollars a year yes coincidentally they could afford to drive to new jersey after the show and fill their gas tanks that's uh it's yeah. really. <laughs> great but she wants 50 grand extra from him just to have the baby because she's going to lose some of the income that she pulls down. I'd give her the fifty grand, but only under the condition that i get to i get to hand her the fifty grand uh whichever way i decide which would be promptly in a handful. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can do the math. All right, good. All right, there I we got go. you. Yeah. Moving on. And as long as we're on the subject of studies, here's a study that it determines what it says about your personality based on which is the first body part you wash in the shower. Okay? So you want to all cough it up? What's the first body part? You guys are you're missing the mark on this one. Uh, the more interesting question is, which body part do you wash the longest in the shower? <laughs> well, uh, what's the longest body part you've got? Well, you know, I'm half Irish, <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I got six inches, but it smells like a foot. So I, don't know. <laughs> I like it too. <laughs> First body part, huh? Armpits. Armpits. Armpits too. Yeah. It's on here. You're attentive to detail, but might come across as naive and lacking confidence, Oh, according to this study. Well, you just destroyed my confidence, Dave, so <laughs> w- why, don't you, why don't you enlighten us? What is the number one? Well, it, it's all, it, there's no number one. It's, you know, what is, what is your personality based on which one you wash first? Oh, That's I all. thought we were playing Family Feud. No, oh, this no, is, no, oh, no, no, no. Oh, so what it says about me. In other words, if you wash your face first, you love money, it says, and might struggle to get along with other people. If you wash your shoulders first, you're loyal, reliable, devoted, and tend to carry the world on your shoulders. If you wash your chest first, you're honest and loyal, but stressed out a lot. If you wash your hair first, you're a hopeless romantic. And if it's some other random body part, and you don't go in in any specific order, you're an adventurous person who doesn't like to be bored. I'm curious, Dave, what you wash first. Uh, I think probably... (sighs) 
I think my hair. I think my hair. I'm, I'm, I, I think I, you I, just answered. I think that. I think. I think you're a. Cy- <laughs> I think you're a cyborg, and I think that you're just saying that because you think it's the right answer. And I would bet that you wash the back of your knees or something really weird first. God, that you know all this. What do you trivia. got a camera in my place? <laughs> You know, with all these surveys on the show, I feel like Ray Combs and uh, wanting to heal, kill myself at the end of all of this. Just the way it ended for him. <laughs> that's, that's, that's why the last seven Family Feud hosts have often Seven hundred uh, or seven uh, Family Feud hosts were surveyed and now they killed themselves. Which one? Number one, hang in the closet. <laughs> Uh, weather today, highs in the 30s, about an inch of snow coming later on in the day. That's the news. we got more with Marty Caproni coming up next on Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield Classic Rock. It's 847 with back Steve and Dave on Rock 102. Good job getting the name right. <laughs> got a little snow coming in for today, highs in the high 30s. Hey, I'm just learning the show, too, like everybody else. It's all new for me as well. Uh, comedian Marty Caproni is in the studio with us. Good morning, Marty. Good morning. I know we already established that, but there's a new listening audience now, so we got to change up the verbiage every time we come back on the air. A whole new crop of miserable people on their way to work. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> That's it. So, so you, you're. Uh, I should uh, point out that the next time that you'll be a uh, real local... You'll be at uh, at MGM on the 22nd of April. I will be at Roar Comedy Club. Headline. Roar. Headlining uh, MGM Casino in my hometown. So, you know, if you like gambling with your life, come on down and uh, <laughs> downtown Springfield. Now, it's Roar is still, gonna, is still in that uh, armory building, It's right? a giant castle, which yeah. shouldn't be good for comedy, but somehow the MGM people are real smart. They figured out they got some guy from Vegas who came and did the sound. It's really a... It's a it's a good spot to yeah, watch. Yeah, they, they've done a pretty good job down there, but just setting up all different kinds of th- venues and things like that. Yeah, that that's the thing down there. They 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 have to they have to make enough events to keep getting people from around here to go down there. Otherwise, it's just people in Vermont and New Hampshire that have given up on life that go there. So <laughs> people have spent the last several hours losing their shirts. Right, right, right. right. But it's a it's a it's a great place. It's a it's a good night out. Um, I the last time I was down there, we were oversold out. So I would tell people if they want to get tickets, get them now. Specifically, directing that to my cousin Dan Barry right here in East Long Meadow, who showed up at the door six minutes before the gig and was like, "Can, Can you get, get me in? <laughs> Can I get a ticket?" I said, "Why why didn't you get tickets?" He said, "I, I didn't think it would sell out." I'm like, "Thanks for the vote." Of yeah. I know, right? <laughs> now, can you tell the difference at a venue like that between the people who've won money? And the people who've lost money that are watching you do your show? Or so, yeah. So certain casinos. That that place is great because the people are paying to go see the show. Mm-hmm. But you do other casinos. Uh, for I'm going to be in Atlantic City doing one. Mm-hmm. And um, certain certain casinos, they give free tickets to the people to come to the show yeah. because they don't want them to leave the casino, but the people don't want to gamble anymore. Right. Those ones are rough because you're bet. standing in front of about yep. 100 people that mm-hmm. just lost the mortgage payment uh, <laughs> or whatever. And uh, they're not... They're not really in a chuckle mood, you know? That would have been like my dad. Steve yep. talks about his dad and the drinking. My dad, it was gambling. Oh, yeah. So, I, that's why I re- uh, connect with Marty so well, because mm-hmm. I feel like I'm with my dad most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I don't drink as much as I used to now, Steve. I, uh, I drink a little bit less. A little bit. Not not too much. And I gamble a little bit, so I'm kind of like both your dads. Uh, <laughs> well, a, a little could, a little bit less. I mean, yeah. uh, you know, how much of too much is not enough? Listen, uh, I just need you once a year. Can you come over at Thanksgiving and throw the turkey out into the front lawn and call my mother a whore? <laughs> I, still, I still think about your uh, your uh, your joke about your brother Donnie. Uh, yeah, well, that, <laughs> we can't do that anymore. But, uh, yeah, that, that was a lot. 
See, you remember. See, I, I have such an impact on people. You remember jokes I was doing 15 years ago. I, that's if someone says to me, Do you know so and so? I'll be like, No. I'm like, What are they talking? And then if someone tells me a joke, I'll be like, Yeah, I know yeah, that I dude. Know that guy. I worked yeah. that dude 12 years ago yeah. in uh, Vermont. You know, like you'll just, you'll remember. It'll bring you back. Where'd you grow up, Dave? That's what I was uh, I, I lived here for, you know, Southern Vermont, Massachusetts, Connecticut for like the first 20 years of my life. Then we moved all around. For Florida. See, you know. I, I, I don't trust it. It's a vague answer. I feel like you're a cyborg. <laughs> I don't know if anyone else is listening to that. I'm like, where did you grow up? And you're like, ah, this is a little bit ever. Were your parents in the witness protection program? <laughs> was just with my mom because my dad, who I just mentioned, was yeah. way out of the picture. Grew up in my grandfather's house in Fairfield County for a little bit. Okay. Then, then we moved to Southern Vermont, just me and my mom. Then we moved to florida then i went to college back in connecticut here so you know where'd you go to college uh, wesleyan in connecticut oh you're oh, yeah. listen I, mean, I can't make fun of dave anymore smart guy over here well, he, was, he was actually talking the other day about how hot his mom was you still got that picture in I there with the studio i don't have it with me yeah. way to make it creepy he was the one who brought it we up we were talking yeah. about hot moms and i said i gotta tell you my oh. mom was the hot mom that it was embarrassing for me oh. with the other kids you know yeah it wasn't for your friends though. i'm sure they love going over the house yeah. <laughs> my mom was everybody's mom you yeah. know that's a god rest her soul she was like she was the mom that was like a mom to everyone but i mm. did have a couple friends with like the hot moms the hot cool moms right yeah that was embarrassing i feel bad for you now now i get it <laughs> uh, but speaking of wesleyan lowest grade point average in the history of that college by the way so just before you start giving me credit for it well okay? you end up in radio so i guess you exactly. know but, but, <laughs> but you know um that's also where Bill Belichick went to school, right? Yep. Did yep. you? Were you guys? No. Nah, he's like ten years older than me. I guess oh, something okay. like that. Then another super smart guy that like it's uh, cyborg. Yeah, they, yeah. They, still, they still talk about Belichick at Wesleyan. They don't necessarily talk about Dave Combs. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was on a plane with him once. Um, I did shows at Crackers in Indianapolis, and I got on the plane. They were out there for the combine. And I looked in the front row, and there was Belichick and Josh McDaniels. And mm -hmm. I said, hey, coach. And Josh said, hi. And I go, not you, the real coach. <laughs> and Belichick was typing on his computer and just started laughing. Like, I, I was like, I, oh, my God, I got Bill Belichick to laugh. You know? That is awesome. And, 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 and McDaniels like pulled his hat down a little bit. And his all kept down, just sadly looked down at his feet. And, and I say, hey, I'm a comedian. I was like, I've been getting my teeth kicked in all week because I kept opening by saying, hey, I'm from New England, huge Patriots fan. After three minutes of booing me i'd be like guys i didn't say i play for the team right? I I lived there. and uh, uh but i usually get nervous when i fly i usually set my watch and i look at three minutes once the plane takes off because that's when all the accidents happen right yeah. so I, I that's what i had to do and that was the only flight that i was so relaxed i didn't even do that because i was like this plane's not going to crash it's bill belichick right. it's a born winner even if the, even if like the engines fall off Bill Belichick's going to stand up and just be like, do your job, you do your job. He's going to have a stewardess flying it. He's going to have someone, you know, he's going to be able to get the best out of it. We're going to be fine. Well, I mean, yeah. it's it's uh, it's probably safe to say that, uh, you know, because of his charmed life, I mean, you you, you you could have misbehaved in that flight, still would have been okay. I mean, I I think I probably did somewhere over somewhere over Ohio. I was probably uh, drunk, uh, like Steve's dad, and uh, I probably. <laughs> but I got that one laugh from him, and then I tried to get like two more. You know, typical comedian, I couldn't yeah. let it go, so yeah. I would, like go up to use the front bathroom instead of the back bathroom yeah. and just try to get a chuckle. Yeah, but see, he was, sometimes you push it too much. You yeah. can't push it too much like that. That's you it. already got the laugh. You should just walk away from it. I you should have chased the dragon. Yeah, you <laughs> should have pulled out the puppets and done that Amish material. <laughs> just, just excuse me, Stewart. I just start doing a racist puppet show with my air sickness. <laughs> 
bags in the back of the. And now he's dri- <laughs> Belichick's driving down Route One and goes, "God damn it, it's that a hole that we saw on the plane." Well, I did. I was like, "That's funny." Like I'm like one of the things that stuck in my head was like because that is up for like a week when they when they run that. It's like. I bet you Bill Belichick saw my stupid face. Yeah, <laughs> and he probably doesn't remember. No, it. Not yeah. at all. Yeah. Not, yeah. At all. Yeah. not Pro- even in the least. Probably more focused yeah. on whatever he's looking on his laptop. Yeah. Yeah. But you got to have that on your resume. You got to be one of the only people who's ever made that guy laugh like that in I, public, right? It was it was a genuine laugh. Yeah. Well, he was. Already, this is how crazy that guy is. He was the first on the plane. He already had his laptop open, and he was already putting in information from the combine. You know, like yeah. like you could see it on the screen, the spreadsheets and everything he was mm-hmm. doing. It. But it was the it was. It got that laugh out of him right off the end. I was like, oh, I felt so good. It's Mm -hmm. very flattering when you can make somebody like that laugh. Yeah. 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 Marty Caproni is going to be in uh, Port Pleasant, New Jersey uh, tomorrow through the weekend. And then, like we said, uh, coming back to Springfield on the 22nd of April at MGM. Marty, it's great to see you. Great to see you back. Can I I have one little announcement? Can I? Yeah, of course. I've held this. I didn't even tell you guys off air, but... um, I'm going to be bringing uh, some comedy back to Western Mass, too. Sweet. Um, nice. So, What's yep. up? Can you tell us? Sure, sure. Um, back, you know, we used to have Cabot and whatever, and then yeah. uh, we opened Loft uh, Comedy Club in Chicopee, above View Street Tavern in Chicopee, mm-hmm. and uh, we're about to reopen, so uh, I'll be uh, doing some shows uh, up there. So In the Loft? Um, we're going to do the Loft Yeah, loftcomedyclub.com. Nice. People can go start looking at the calendar. It won't be for like a month or so, but, um, you know, if they're if they're watching, uh, you know, or if they're listening, I hope they they. Check it out. And That's awesome. Keep, yeah. Do you got yeah. bookings yet, or not yet? I've got a few things in the works for some um, for some really kind of cool things to make a splash when they come in. Uh, so uh, I can't say them yet because okay. it's nothing can, signed. Can but, I join the wait staff? Uh, yeah. You know what? I would like you to actually tell some jokes if you could. If we could get you out of the house. <laughs> Yeah. I haven't told jokes in 30 years, Marty. What are you talking about? Listen, I've seen you. I've seen you kill at the Elks Lodge in uh, Westfield once. Oh, you should have seen the moose. Yeah, <laughs> that he, was the show. He works. He works the sweet room. Right. That's for sure. All the, all he the really ones. does. I could do a trivia night there if you want. Yeah, oh, look, yeah not, with his Dixie cups. Dave doesn't even need a computer or whatever. You just stand there and just spit out fat. Daveopedia. That's what you change the name. Back Steve and David P. We got a new segment. <laughs> yeah, we know. It's a new segment. Like that. <laughs> Marty Caproni. It's uh, 856 with Back Steve and Dave and Rock 102.